Hi, everyone, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. And you guys. We are coming to you live from a, well, in honor of the OC premiering. Well, I know we're two episodes in. But we're coming to you live from a suite in Newport Beach as an ode, as an homage. And how sweet it is. <laughs> um, yeah, so enjoy this nice sounding podcast where we're not Skyping. Um, we're together. This, then, is, this is awesome. Can you hear me? Can you get, can you uh, hear me? Are we cutting in and out? No, <laughs> we're not. Yay. <laughs> it was so nice to be up here. Although I almost died driving here and I thought about turning around. I was like at La Costa and I was like, was it during the storm? Like yes. It- and I literally almost turned around because someone's, you know, splashed my windshield where I hate that it blinded the whole thing and I'm going like 60 something an hour and I couldn't see I don't like like, that I I scream on the brakes and then someone crashes in behind me and I'm like I just gotta have blind trust that I I, I'm not yeah it's like when you sneeze when you're driving I don't like that either so I almost pulled over and I'm like I'm just gonna wait this out I know where I live it doesn't last that long and I kept trooping on and then I've hit the weird thing is once the, you know, turned into the 405, I'm like, what is that on the freeway? Did something like a semi spill? I'm like, is that snow? There were like either chunks of snow or hail walls. It yeah. was white, frothy material. I saw some chunks of snow today. Did you? Yeah, I did. Oh my God, that was crazy. Yeah. In Orange County and Newport Beach. So you guys, I mean, we, it never rains here. So it's like so bizarre and everyone like freaks out when they drive and everything but it was uh this wasn't or they don't freak out and then they yeah cause an accident well and the the roads never get wet so it actually people do get in accidents because it's so slick and like unsafe because we aren't equipped for that or the the puddles you go through and they how you knew hydroplane yeah yeah um but it wasn't just raining. It was also extremely windy and cold. So it was, it was a, we had some weather. Yeah. So I almost pulled over, but then it did lighten up up here. Um, Michaela was back still in San Diego and she's like, I think we're going to have to go get sandbags. And I'm like, well, sandbags. <laughs> but I'm like, well, it's clear up here. So it's probably going to be cleared on there really soon. Yeah. It passed. Thank goodness. It passed. So then I get to the hotel and the first thing I do, of course, is check Bravo to see if they have Bravo and they don't. It's just so hit or miss because it's not by chain. Some of the same chain ones have it and some don't. Yeah, it's so, so bizarre. I'm going to write a diagram from diagram from now on on which ones have it. However, I don't really need that as I discovered. So I was able to watch um, live TV on my laptop because I have a, you know, cable subscription um, that never worked before, but before I had Spectrum, but now I've, I'm on Cox and it worked. So I was thrilled. I had already prepared by booking a sauna appointment as I used to do back in the day because I Yeah, this take, is feeling very old school. Yeah, I take longer to write my notes than Holly does. She's just like popping away on her little notes app on her phone and I'm like, typing shit up in word and then I'm printing it and all that shit and so I would pre-watch it in a sauna because the sauna has direct tv which has the early feed so I'd go in at 6 p.m and then I'd watch it again at 9 p.m so I'd be ready for Holly to come over in the freezing cold tundra of Southern California <laughs> at like 10 10 30 
Um, so I did that. It was a real throwback, a throw, throwback, and it was fun. I actually spent less time in the sauna than I did just out watching the TV. I'm basically booking it for the early feed. Um, so anyways, before I did that, I I was very thrilled to be back in my old neighborhood. I went back to my old place and it's the same situation, which kind of made me kind of happy um, and sad. Um, but I booked my uh, pedicure from my lady. I've been going to this lady for I don't know how many years this is the same lady that you guys, I tell you, I get like a random text and I get so thrilled because I think I have like an admirer or a secret stalker. Yes, I love this about her. Yeah, she's, a, it's always like a, a number I don't know. It's never been saved. Um, Happy Easter or hope to see you soon. I'm always like, ooh, who is this? Yes. And then I realize it's the the nail lady and it's fine it's still a nice surprise i mean like her marketing strategy is working because it makes <laughs> it reminds you you know so i haven't gone since the last time i gone to her was like months and months and months and so like i point to her to my toes because there's like a tiny little millimeter chip of the last color she did on the you know the big toe everything else is gone i've clipped that away it's been so long I'm like, see, see, I haven't been anywhere else. I'm not betraying you. And I tried to tell her I've moved, but she doesn't understand. Today I had a San Diego sweatshirt on, so I'm pointing to the sweatshirt. Yeah. But she's still not really getting it. But when I walked in, and I was a little hesitant because the last time I was there, I was shaking these bottles and they flew out of my hand. And <laughs> keep in mind, she moved to a new salon and I followed her. I followed her. So I'd never been to her new salon so I was waiting and I was like shaking these ones up because I wanted to test, you know, the color, how they actually appear. Well, they flew out of my hand and this new place has like marble floors and everything. And it was horrible. I've never been there before. Two bottles, not just one, two bottles flew out of my hand, smashed to the ground on this white gray marble floor in the lobby. No. All over and then splashed up on the cabinets and... <gasps> the sitting couch. So I'm like, Oh my God, this is so embarrassing. I want to run out and leave. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, can I have some paper towels? Can I have some acetone? Can I? And they're like, no, no, we'll do it. I'm like, no, I did it. Like, let me do it. I feel so bad. It's all over. It's like, um, blood spray from like forensic files, like luminol shit. It's, it's everywhere. And the lady is on, and she, you know, the, the ladies at the front desk of nail salons are always like dressed to the nines and yeah. stilettos, yes. makeup. Yes. Like they are the front office image. Mm -hmm. And she's down there on her hands and knees. I'm like, please let me do this. But they won't. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm such an asshole. So I really wanted to keep a low pro under the radar by going back. I'm like, so much time has passed. And then so I walk in. Was there any splats I left? assume she knew I was coming because she knows my name. And, uh, no, apparently, I don't know. She seemed very surprised. Let's just say that where <laughs> she turned around and I waved and she shrieked so loud and screamed. Ah! Everyone in the salon turned around and stared at me. And I was like, oh my God, I have like a big scarlet S on my face. I was like, 
oh, this isn't really what I wanted. <laughs> After the last experience and everyone's like, what, what happened? Why is she screaming? What's going on? Should we duck? Like she screamed so loud and then it looked like she was going to cry. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is cool, but it's sad. And mm, I mean, like I miss you late. I miss you, Tina, but hey, well, yeah, it's a long drive. Um, so I <laughs> couldn't really fly under the radar there, but I didn't, um, I just picked a color and I didn't shake it. I didn't test it. I wasn't going to mess around with that shit. I was like, mm-mm, mm-mm. oh, but before that, I was telling this story to Holly and this is probably going to be a TMI. Put your earmuffs on if you don't want this. Um, I was telling Holly, <laughs> well, I was listening to Katie Maloney, Katie Maloney and her tips a while back. And she was talking about, getting red carpet ready and blah, blah, blah. And she took these cleansing pills and she gets them on Amazon. It's like this doctor and I've taken them and they give you, they, they churn your stomach like you are being stabbed to death and you think you're about to die. It works. I am like, so I, I don't even know. I am having like the craziest feelings. I have not heard of this. Like, really? I'm sorry. Pills? I'm sorry, Katie. That I haven't been listening. It's like, to, you know, your, um, what's it called? The big snaky thing in your stomach. Your intestines? Yeah, but there's like the big one and the little one. Intestines, I guess. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And like clog up over time, over age, whatever. Should cl- oh, well, people get enemas. Yeah. I'm just not ready. I've seen that on reality. I, I, I'm just not ready for that. So I instead, mean, I'll do the cleansing and it, pills. And like even you still need it even if you like poop like every day on your own. Oh yeah, there's no problem with that. I'm just trying to do like an enema without doing an enema. Okay. I just take a pill. So it's just health. So like it's good to just like clean it out. Yeah. Okay. Like an apple cider vinegar. Right. Kind of right. Thing. Right. Okay. And and I did go. You know, it's like a health health food store, like a sprout something. Um, but the ones Katie recommended on Amazon, you feel like you're going to die. And I just, I had those and I'm like, I don't want to do that again. It was so painful and it's so terrifying and the anticipation. So I was at the health food store and I remembered years ago I had done this one. I'm like, oh, well, let me try that. And they had like the little sample pack. So much easier. No stomach problems, cramps, mm-hmm. blah, nice, blah, blah. Nice, nice. And you definitely get your money's worth because you're like, hmm. I feel 10 pounds lighter. Anyways, uh, the problem is, is you think, you know, you do it at night and in the morning, you can like... You're you know, feeling safe. It's all good. Uh-huh. And then sometimes it hits in the afternoon and you're like, whoa. And it hit me. I was shopping the other day and I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. And it starts burning. Well, that happened today. And I was like on the road. So I was like, okay, well, I'm, I have my nail appointment and then I have the sauna and, you know, that's going to be like a single, I don't know what kind of situation is going to happen, but I'm at CVS trying to kill time until my appointment. There's got to be a bathroom here. And it's a CVS in a, it's not in a great location. Let's just say that. Like, I think there's a lot of people using that bathroom, which scares me a little bit, but, you know, I had to find it. I went to every corner of the CVS and I'm like, there's got to be, and I find it. And I'm like, I'm really happy that happened, um, that I did find it before my nail appointment and the sauna. Syria. But it it wasn't fun. <laughs> it's one of those emergency I, situations. I actually think about that a lot. I think about like how many 
people there are on this earth. Like we all, you know, have the same function that needs to happen. And there's a lot of times that there's an emergency. Yeah. And like there needs to be a bathroom available. I mean, during COVID, it's been crazy because a lot of times bathrooms aren't even open. Like you couldn't go into McDonald's, remember? Yeah. you. Yeah. It was so like potty training Daisy during all of that and everything. And just like mm-hmm. it's it's difficult. So yeah. Shout out to everyone who's keeping their bathrooms open and clean. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what else happened? Oh, so then I also went to the post office. Again, no bathrooms there because I had some time because I actually went I allowed time to go to the dispensary first, um, not to get the pot. I, I, I get the CBD cream for my mom. And the place was closed. I'm like, now what do I do? And of course, they're everywhere. But I don't want to have to sign up and do the whole... Yeah, it's a process for everyone you go to, right? Yeah. So I'm like, fuck it. So then I had extra time. So I drove, o- drove by my old place. And then in my trunk, I had spent... The last couple nights, packaging up a lot of the giveaways. So you guys, it actually took a lot of time, a lot of work. So you're welcome. Um, anyways, I had like 12 packages in my trunk. And I'm like, let me just go to the old post office. I know where to go. Right. Of course, that one downtown, you know, it's just archaic. Yeah. And it's a, there's always a line. It's always a problem. But I'm like... I'm here, and it's uh, Farmer's Market Tuesday. You can't park anywhere. Oh, my gosh. It's the yeah. w- <laughs> During one of the giveaways, I went to that one, too, and it, it is like, it's a chore. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was raining and windy and cold, so there was really no Farmer's Market, but I still couldn't park anywhere. Yeah. So I still had to walk through the, the tundra to get into the post office, wait in line, and then this bitch. Okay, and I know her. I remember her. She's been there forever. I have this bag, this huge bag, full of all your guys' packages. And next, I go up there. And I I put out the first two. And then I start unpacking. I unload the whole bag mm-hmm. of 12. But she takes the first two. She says, like, oh, this, this is, this is out, out of the country. So you have to fill out this form. Just go fill out these forms and come back to the first available person. I'm like, oh, no, there's a line. I'm not going to be that asshole that feels like they're going to budge by going. I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. So I said, you know what? There's two Canada ones. Give those back to me. Let's process the other 10. And then you'll be done. And then I'll do Canada another day. Right. Because I have more packages I have to uh, do tomorrow because um, one one of my orders hadn't arrived yet, but it will in the next day or two. Uh-huh. I'm like, I'll just do Canada later. She goes, um, no, I'm actually closing my window now. Uh, you can go to the next lady. I, I go, but I just unloaded my whole bag on your window. Yeah, sorry. And I'm like, well, why didn't you tell me that before I unloaded my whole bag yeah (laughs) she's like "Mm, sorry i'm like so i have to put everything back in the bag move a foot and a half to the right oh my gosh (laughs) i couldn't just slide it down because of all the plexiglass i'm like really so anyways that that started it off but what a day on on the positive note um 10 of you are getting packages they were mailed today so you all know 
if I emailed you for your address, you're getting something. Um, I mean, maybe not what you wanted, but it's (laughs) like, (laughs) here's the deal. We were going to give away a a drink from home kit and Tom's good love and thing. Yes. And then some Sheena stuff that I had ordered. And then here's the great thing. Sheena's very generous. I had messaged her saying, hey, we would have. Oh, because they restoried when we posted about our giveaways. Mm -hmm. Well, some of them did. Um, Well, did. I think Lala did, did Ariana mm-hmm. and Sheena. So they restoried our giveaway thing. So that was cool and supportive. And I messaged Sheena about, about that saying we would have given something like a homebody, maybe month trial or, or something, but it's not up yet, you know? And she said, Oh yeah, it's, it's not up, but Oh my gosh, I'll send you a bunch of stuff. So she sent a bunch of hats. Nice. It was so generous and so nice. So instead of, you know, just a few winners, we ended up with like 25 winners. That's awesome. Because like we said before, like this has been our biggest entry that we have ever received. Like this was like such a, I mean, and that's so awesome that you guys all listened and got the word right and everything. Like the emails just poured in. So that was so cool. Yeah. So an update on the giveaways. Um, Okay. So if you're getting, you're getting a lot of you like, 10 or 12 of you will be getting something in the mail probably within the next week. The, there was four Tom, I was, we were just going to do a couple, but then the Tom, Tom was on uh, Andy or whatever and said they were going to do a special, like buy one, get one half off. So I thought, well, let's give double then. Oh, here's that story too. Yes. This was alarming a little bit. So we ended up giving four Tom's Good Love and Whiskey bottles away because they did buy one, get one half off free. <clears throat> and then we gave away a, a Ariana drink kit. Some There's some candles coming. There's a Lala sweatshirt. Some of these things have not arrived yet for me to uh, reship them. So you may be a winner, but it may not come until after the holidays. And also an update on Ariana's thing. Now they moved the date uh, her DFH kit is now saying it's going to ship sometime in January, not December. Oh, no. So that's kind of disappointing because we I think we are all looking forward to, to doing that in December. But, you know, is what it is. Gives us something to look forward to in um, sober January. <laughs> but yeah. Whatever is what it is. <clears throat> so anyone expecting that? Um, the winner of that, I believe, was Rebecca Gerber. Um I can't remember if there's another one, but th- those aren't even shipping until January. Um, the Lala sweatshirt was Carly Guzman. That has not arrived yet for me to resend it to you. The Tom's Good Lovin', I did make my notes on who won that. Um, anyways, you guys, so when they did the buy one, get one half off, I'm like, <clears throat> okay, then I'll double the order, double the, the prize recipients. But I messaged because I wanted, you know, to ship separately, right? But yeah. still get the deal. So I I submitted the form on their website. Hey, I want to buy twice as much, but if I can ship separately, obviously I'll pay for the extra shipping individually. But otherwise, still want the deal. Otherwise, yeah. I just will do two. Right. 
so I get this email back, but it's like really generic. There's no signature, you know, with your name, title, phone, right. contact information, you know, your standard, you know, signature on your email. If you're, you know, your work email, your professional email, it's just a Gmail account with a random dude's name. And it just says, Venmo me the money. I'll take care of it. But I'm like, well, well, Katie style. Um, I don't know what the amount is. I don't know what the shipping is. I don't know what the total is. And I, you're just a random person. So I'm not, and it's a Gmail. Do I trust this? Yeah. It's weird. Like granted it went through the site, but I'm like, and then Venmo me. I'm like, Hmm. I mean, it's cool if it's like them responding to you, but a, a little more info would have made you feel a little better. Just a little more professionalism and a yeah. little more like, well, send me. An here's, inv- yeah, here's your invoice. Like, how, ma- how much do you want? Where, Where are is they it ship? going? Here's your invoice. Yeah, legit. None cool. of that happened. So I was a little weary, um, you know, better safe than sorry. So I emailed her, I mean, DM'd both Toms, which I knew I would never get a reply from because no one ever does. They don't even read them. Yeah. I tried Ariana. I said, sorry to bother you, but could you ask Tom? Because sometimes she replies. No, they're all, but you know, in their defense, they're all unseen. So I guess they're in there in the bucket of, of whatever. But no, I'm like, you know, Tom's not the greatest customer service. Yeah. I would just expect a little bit more from Tom when you're saying you're extra and trying to push and create new revenue streams. Think about the customer service. Check your DMs. Check that shit. If you if people are buying shit, I got over it. The guy seemed legit. We corresponded back and forth. I went ahead and did it. Did the Venmo. Oh, also shout out to Heather because she researched it for me as well. Found out this guy. Oh, because he goes, just Venmo me at dumbass whiskey (laughs) well that sounds like a fucking scam it does you know when you get like your iphone password has been compromised click here and it says it's from apple but then the the actual thing is like (laughs) yeah or it's all chase bank is trying to like yeah enter your yeah it's ridiculous so heather did research for me thank you heather found out He's a distributor. The distributor is actually called Dumbass Whiskey, and it's legit. Mm-hmm. So I felt a little better, so I went ahead and pulled the trigger. So four of you are getting your bottles. I don't know when they're shipping, but it's processed. I would assume they'd be coming within the next week or, or something. Could you hand me that Yeah, paper tablet? You know, by the way, I took notes, and I went to the hotel. And I'm like, where's your business center? Like, I'm Kaya and shit. And so I could print out my notes because, you know, I'm a, a printer. And guess what happened? What? I ran them out of ink. Oh, no. <laughs> so the Tom's whiskey is coming to Sela Israeli, Tracy Bonvenuto, Jennifer Leventhal, and Kelly Businich. The Lala sweatshirt is coming to Carly Guzman, but it has not arrived yet, so it has not shipped yet. So mm, TBD on when you'll be getting it, but that's what you want. I wanted that one. Oh, <laughs> and then um, there's some candles. You guys, uh, there's a bunch of candles going out, but again, <coughs> um, ordering a candle that's twenty five dollars, and then the shipping is. did not make sense to me. So I 
revamped my plan. Also, that is ridiculous. Yeah, it's not good planning. No, Ronnie, Ronnie had like a fundraiser thing that was like, it was like you buy, they were selling like nuts and stuff. You know, it was like, it was the Girl Scouts. I was shocked. It was like the, it was like this awesome thing. And I was like, okay, cool. Like I'll buy some stuff. I thought I'd like buy some nuts for the holidays, like to have it stocked when people come over. Yeah. And the shipping was going to be like a legit, like my total was like 34 and my shipping was 58, $58 because it had to come in a cooler pack. Oh, and it was like, wow, you really can't make it more simple than that. Like there's not a, a faster way to do it or something like, yeah. So I was like, forget that. I ordered a magazine instead because yeah, like that. No, 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 no. Well, I was on the Sir website and I was starting to think, Okay, because my... Oh, okay, let's get back to shitting. So I was kind of inspired. <laughs> I'm dying. I was on the Sir website to buy these candles for some of you winners. And then they're $35 plus the shipping. And I'm like, why am I giving money to Lisa Vanderpump when we're paying $18 for a shitty cocktail and the food that's overpriced for what it is, according to me, maybe not you. Um... <laughs> So I got inspired by, you know, who else has Peter, who has candles? It's Peter. He doesn't have the remembrance. He has vibe and mood. I mean, I feel like that was a very smart choice. And I... I, Why can't I support a small business person rather than give Lisa more money to rip people, to to live in Villa Rosa and then not pay her employees. Yeah, I I think I'll support Peter. And like, there's also, I'm, I'm not happy with like how Sir's merch is like, it's very hard to buy even when you are in person, like they kind of like make you feel dumb. So let's just, they don't push it, promote it. And then all of those, um, I don't want to say PTSD. I don't want to like, you know, but all of those flashbacks and memories came rushing back to me. Like, They've never made it an enjoyable experience where we actually have to ask. They should be asking us. It's not like the Hard Rock Cafe. They make it very easy for you to exactly. buy their Exactly. And, and every time that we're asking, it's like we're asking because we have thousands of listeners that are wanting this, the merch. Because and it, they can't go there because yes. they live far it's away. It's like we're their liaison. You know what? It's yeah. like, and, and every single time they make us feel so dumb. Dumb touristy they don't even know they're like oh do we have that they're like we don't know how to ring it up and we <laughs> we don't have, know the prices we don't have um stock we don't know we don't where have it the key. is we don't we can't open we don't it have the key. <laughs> i mean the only time we got something from tom tom was because we he, got it for free we asked and he just didn't know how to deal with it and he was so kind thank you shout out logan and he's like here <laughs> yeah he's like <laughs> Um, okay, so I was inspired by Peter because on Thursday night I was watching the kids and decided to um, cash in my chips a little bit on that and take into the movies because that's an easy time to zone out. Mm-hmm. You really got to do that. It's a great, great activity for the littles. Yeah. Um, and also uh, I was going to get that book for Daisy and for Torrent for um, that Jamie recommended her listener of Sheena and Jamie and hopefully now a listener of ours. I think it's called Where the Stars Are. Um, I just branched into that. Um, anyways, so I'm at the movies. We There's nothing out. So I actually did want to see Encanto. I've been seeing it. 
uh, it was out a couple months ago, but it was in Spanish only. And I thought, well, that would be cool, be good learning. But I thought, well, they're probably too little. And Sing 2 is not out yet. I'm like, well, let's go see Encanto. And, you know, the movie theaters now, you can get a beer or a glass of wine. And, you know, don't worry, guys. I just did the one. And then I had some, like, I actually ordered food and it was gross. But I'm like, you know, okay, whatever. (laughs) Um, But you get the little kids pack, right? And it's perfect because they get their, like, short little drink that they can choose if it's like a... And it's all, like, trade into one thing. Well, yeah. They've never had soda, so they just go for the Slurpee thing. They... They don't really know what soda is. My kids don't drink soda either. And, and like one time they thought it was water and it was Sprite. And they're like, oh my God. So they freaked out. They, like, don't like, spicy. they don't like bubbles. Yeah. yeah. So they went for the Slurpee thing. But it's a short one. And then with the kids pack, it's just popcorn. And then they, it's the little Welch's fruit snacks. So it's not like like some giant candy bar or right, something. Right, right. You know, somewhere in the middle. So they have their packs. They're all proud of it. And I'm like trying to juggle my shit. We get it. And I say, before we do anything, does anyone have to go to the bathroom? No. Yeah. I'm like, should we just try? No. No. All right. Fine. Because we're not going to leave the movies. Because I have to take all of you. We go. Of course. I don't know. This short little Slurpee. I don't see how all of a sudden they immediately have to pee. And I'm like, there's one person in the theater besides me, <laughs> him and his son, and they're in front of us. They're not even behind us. We ha- they have to pee. Okay, leave your stuff here. No, we don't want anyone to take it. I'm like, there's no one here. No one's going to take it. Leave it. Nope. Got to carry the whole pack, which of course is like spilling over everywhere. Oh my God. Go in the bathroom and I'm like, Okay, you guys go in this big one. I'll go next door. I need it to be next door for a reason. Not because of the cleansing pills. Whatever. (laughs) So one's done. The other one then locks herself in there. And I'm like, unlock it. Unlock it. Climbs under. And I'm like, well, at least she did it. I didn't have to climb under. That would have been horrible. Yeah. Um, Without knee pads and shit. (laughs) And then, so we go back in the movies. Then we go back again. And they both have to take shits twice. I have to move the whole fam out back to the bathroom with their kid packs. It's uh, yeah, that is, it's something that like, I did not realize that kids did like that. You don't realize as a kid that you did this, but like uh, when I babysat, this is like the first time that I really experienced it. Not even with my own children yet, but it was like, I had, I was watching three kids and yeah, same exact thing. One of them had to go to the bathroom. I had to take all of them them. out. And it's like, um, what if they were kidnapped on your, like, oh, you guys stay here. Yeah. You have to take them. You have to. And you have to like not complain about them trying to go to the bathroom, you know, because it's (laughs) like, but it's, it's a, it's a big old pain. Yeah. So anyways, the whole point of the story is why this leads into the candle situation, the inspiration. I'm watching Encanto. It just starts out the story of the Madrigal family. Um, and I'm like, oh, Madrigal, Peter Madrigal. And then after they say this, who comes on the screen? But Peter. Oh. Cartoon Peter. I was like blown away. Oh, Peter. So I know why he's so busy because he was filming Encanto and, you know, there's just so many hours in the day. I mean, did you, I, I was so happy to see Peter in tonight's episode. Yeah, I, I got a little shot of him and I was like, oh, there you are, Peter. He's invited to a party. 
Awesome. He did. There was some article. He's like, oh, you'll be seeing me. Don't worry. It's like a lot of people are saying the OGs don't work at Sir anymore. I'm telling you, I still work here. Oh, my (laughs) gosh, Peter. Anyways, I decided to support Peter's small business over Lisa Vanderbilt. I love that. I'm I'm so happy about that. That's awesome. And I, I, you know, I like the the new it's not remembrance anymore. It's mood or vibe and that the sense sounded good. And we'll just see. So some of you lucky people will be getting that. Well, I may be doing a giveaway too here. Because on this Friday here in the OC, I'm going to meet 50 Cent and I'm going on behalf of all of the Vanderpump viewers. AKA 50. Yeah. And I'm going to say money by Monday. Sometimes or a lot of you guys probably don't know who 50 Cent is, but you know who 50 is. Yeah. And for that, I love you. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chad is like very worried that he's going to be mad when I say Fofty, which I do not think he's going to be. But um, I'll be making sure that Ronnie videos the entire um, I'll make her document. I'm going to have her like wear like a GoPro oh, like on her gonna, head or something. She's going to make it. And actually, I think you're you're right. You're going to get better traction with the kid in goal because this, I he, he's not going to yell at me or do anything when, when I have the kids you yeah. know uh, all this I, I think it'll work <laughs> but I am like super upset that I don't have a t-shirt I tried to go onto his website and order like the G unit official Fofty t-shirt and um they're sold out of like the one that I really liked and then the other one it was going to cost like 56 bucks for it to ship to me in time oh. so I'm going to go my old school route of like I have like a black sweatshirt and I'm going to take it to my embroidery place and do money by monday i mean i need a good Isn't photo like friday yeah i th- they're quick what if you just taped it on <laughs> i mean it this is 50 cent that i'm meeting you know like it, it's a yeah, pretty it, big deal yeah so anyways um he's signing bottles of his whatever alcohol that he oh. sells so i figured i'll have him sign it like fofty or something and like yes. it'll be such a great thing to you know to give out. So oh, sure. I'll get a couple bottles. So you can buy it there. I, yes, I will buy it there at the liquor store and then have him sign it. So then it's not like, you know, I'm not just asking for a favor. I'm buying two. Well, just be careful because I got in trouble without like sending, I was sending someone a bottle of wine and they're like, and they ask you straight up, there's no liquor. I'm like, nope, nope. And like I got busted because it actually busted opened and it got returned to the UPS store and they called me in and they're like, you lied. You said there there was no alcohol. It was a bottle of wine. Oh, shit. But it was like because I had doctored it up to make something funny out of it. And that's why I had to send it. But um, no, it's fine. You just got to like really. And I have bubble wrap out of my ass. Okay. That you can have. Okay. Because um, I don't throw away anything uh, <laughs> since I recently moved. Um, so just just be extra careful. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, you guys, so stay tuned. I will post on that. It's That's Friday. Exciting. And I'm going to get there right when it starts because we have a holiday party like right after that. And I truly think I can make it. So they're probably only lying. Although it's like random and Costa Mesa. And yeah, I, like I'm, I'm hoping if so I get random. there early, like maybe I'll beat the crowd. I don't know. Is that his only like why? He, why Costa Mesa? I don't know. Apparently they do things at this at this place so i i don't know i'll have to it, well where's he originally from i have no idea what not if, here though i know like what if it's like 
He's an OG of Tustin. No. <laughs> Orange Hills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. All right. So those are the good. Oh, we did a sugar taco giveaway to um, Unyoung Lee. She went, actually, she went the like hours after she got her, her. I love that. Winning. And she said it was really good. They were really excited. They got the churro donut, but they got a couple different um, burritos. Every time I see a post about it, I just like, I want to go again. And I want to go with you because. I still haven't gone. We need to go. And Jamie suggested, because she's going to Sandoval Sing in January, that we should have a podcast meetup. And so I don't know if it'll be, you know, that day or a different day. Um, and you guys, um, you remember a few months ago, we had Jamie Lynn on our podcast. She was Sheena's co-host on the shenanigans podcast. Yes. She now has her own. It's called Jamie all over. Go listen. She just dropped her first episode. It's with Sheena and her other breast friend, her breast friend, her breast friend, um, (laughs) Brett, that's why I got the BR. Yeah, Jamie. Brett Kenyon, he was a server at TomTom, but he, actually, and I said hello to him the last time I was there. He wasn't our server, but I said, I have to say hello to you, officially meet you, blah, 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 tell Jamie. Um, but we've always just had Logan or JoJo, right? Yeah. Um, but I wanted to officially meet him. So, but he actually quit. Yeah, I heard him say that. But anyway, so but go on check good it out. terms, he might be going back. Um, yeah, Jamie, I loved the episode. You guys definitely check it out. Um, it was super fun, you know, hearing them talk, you know, with Sheena and everything. Fun yeah. episode. I mean, they confirmed, like, you know, yeah, there was, you know, Katie had COVID. Obviously, Shorts lives with her. Lala, I think, had been like that's why the Zoom thing and why they couldn't fully go into everything on the reunion because that was such a random like. It's hard to argue with the TV screen. Um, Sheena said there was like five episodes left, and then I'm assuming the reunion, which I think will only be one or two parts, probably. Yeah. Um, but then Jamie will go on Sheena's podcast probably, you know, sometime in January and talk about why she doesn't co-host with Sheena anymore. And we talked about this. She was on our podcast and it was like right, it was right before the season started. Right before the season started. Yes. And so, but it was also the same week it, it all kind of happened when she wasn't going to co-host anymore and so you know I'm anxious to hear this podcast we heard a lot of what happened but it wasn't our place to tell Jamie was actually prepared to talk about it um, to some degree but you guys this is a real friendship she's not on Vanderpump Rules this isn't a TV thing that we are here to recap someone's personal friendship journey I just, we didn't feel like it was appropriate or the place or time. You know, there's no sense in starting like a podcast. Oh, you said this, you said that when it's, this is a real personal friendship and it, you know, whatever happens, we all have ups and downs in our friendships. It doesn't need to be broadcast news. So it's up to them to figure it out and save that friendship. And if they want to talk about it publicly, that's up to them, but it's not, our place and I'm not saying we have like oh we know this it's it's not about that I'm just saying 
you guys kind of knew it when she was on, like, because a lot of you guys were asking at that time, well, what happened? She's on your podcast. She left. You know, it. it's just, it's not. Well, I feel like it was very obvious that something was happening. Um, but yeah, it was. I, I really appreciate the way that Jamie handled this and Sheena as well, because um, it is real. There are things that happen in friendships and having a podcast isn't easy, especially when like, you know, there aren't clear lines, you know, what each person's role is. So, um, yeah, I, I really respect Jamie for not talking about it on our podcast and waiting to talk to Sheena about it. So I, I'm interested to hear that one for sure. What, yeah. how, how it all. And she, she was ready to answer questions. It's just, yeah, it's not questions to ask when it's a personal thing. It's just, yeah, it's just different. Yeah. And I like that they're addressing it because everyone has asked. A lot of people have asked in our group and some people have answered for Jamie and Sheena and, you know, said like, Oh, like they're, you know, everything's good. It's like, yeah, it is. But there, there is a story there for sure. So, yeah. And a lot of people talk to different people and have different insiders and sources that they tell their side and their perspective. I'm talking about people in the groups and Reddit and, whatever, Instagram, whatever. Um, it's just, you know, why don't you just leave it for the, the two people involved and mm-hmm. let them tell their story how they want to because, again, this isn't a reality TV situation. This is just real life and real friendship. So let's, mm-hmm. let's preserve what's good. Um, speaking of, though, speaking of kind of a, like potential podcast war, which we weren't interested in getting into either, um, Lala, as we mentioned last week, said the only person that reached out to her was Raquel, and she was very devastated after the reunion. Well, Sheena took offense to that, as she should. Um, and she said, well, I don't need to be, I don't need a shout out for reaching out. But when you tell the polar opposite of that, saying no one reached out but Raquel, yeah, you got to defend yourself. So, Sheena did, she's like, I normally would take this, you know, direct personally, but she brought it up on her podcast. So I'm going to bring it up on my podcast. And she, it was a, a video one where you could see the video if you're on Patreon. Um, I just listened to it and I just trusted her. But since then people have, you know, posted screenshots of, of the uh, video, whatever. She did hold up her phone and show the whole text thread she reached out. So the reunion was that Friday. She reached out. The screenshot literally says Friday, 8.51 p.m. We all know the reunion sh- shoots like 10 to 12 hours. Right. So it was very clear. It was right after the reunion wrapped that Sheena texted Lala and said, how are you holding up after that? Like, how are you doing? Oh my God. It so fucking sucked that you had to be on zoom and not here. Right. And Lala replied, she said with two words, like exhausted and something. Right. But she replied and Sheena took that as, Oh, okay. She's tired. I'm not going to send anything more. Yeah. I mean, I, I took it as, Uh, I agree with Sheena that, you know, she did. In fact, she reached out. She reached out Mm -hmm. and there was a check in that was done. Um, So I I can see I I probably would be upset, too, if she was like, no one checked in. It's like what she did. Um, 
That's so, when you got to bring the receipts. And that's... And, I, and on Jamie's podcast, Gina was like, maybe I didn't reach out in the way that she wanted me to by like doing a phone call or something. Um, but she did do it, you know. And then she, you know, compared it to last year. She's like, well, maybe I didn't think Lala reached out to me in the way I wanted her to during my miscarriage. And so she said... She's not holding a grudge. She's chalking it up to just miscommunication and your perspective and how you take things. But she did reach out. Mm-hmm. I mean, and like, <laughs> for, for some reason, it made me like think back to when like, um, what I don't, what was this season one or something when Sheena had her like her dental surgery yeah. and she's like, Stassi, you didn't reach out. Like, right. what, what, <laughs> Well, or or like it when, was major surgery, holy. Or when like a text wasn't enough, like you did. Yeah. Like she she does have you know a lot of things that like have to be done to equal a reach out. So, well, and also the the elephant in the room is, um, it's not really Sheena's job or place to make sure Lala is okay. Isn't that her bestie Katie's sitch? Mm-hmm. Or something must have happened there for sure Schwartz or James or like Raquel uh, well Raquel did but well it's know? yeah it's definitely I think that what we're going to be dealing with at the reunion is that Lala you know it's coming full circle that she's burned some bridges and she was kind of looking for support that she didn't get and it's that's got to be a hard pill to swallow you know well I don't watch what happens live they were saying like you know Brock went what did uh pedal to the metal Andy said on Lala, but he's like, no, actually there was a lot we left on the table because a it's hard via zoom because of the delay and everything. It's just hard. But also he's like, you don't want to kick a horse where when you're down, he's like, she's going through a horrible time. So it really changes the dynamic. I I, it's really bugging me though, that they're acting like this was so hard. Like this reunion was so hard with a couple of them on zoom. What, what about the reunion we had to deal with last All time? Of them with on zoom. So it's like, was it that hard to manage a couple of them on zoom? Like I get that it's not the best, but it's like they're, do they not remember what we all dealt with? Right. When they were all <laughs> on zoom. Yeah. So, okay. Let's see what else. Lala is posting for free vibrators, y'all. Yeah. So if Katie's done that too. Katie did it. Oh, but the best was, so she posted this ad to get a free vibrator, but she posted along with it a description. She's like, y'all, like, well, she didn't say y'all. She's like, literally, this is like the best sexy time I've had in five years and eight months. Ouch. Shade. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. Poor Randall. Shout out to McGraw. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Randall. Oh my God. No, I was watching him on screen as they're interviewing Jess, her new podcast host. And it was so uncomfortable watching him, like, because he seems legit. He seems like a a good guy on this episode. Uh huh. You know, business savvy. I water. And then just knowing what we know. And yes, we all knew this before. It's no shocker. It's no surprise. But like literally seeing the gross DMs, it's just, ew. We know we have to watch him during this happy time. And it's just so cringy. Yeah. It's hard. But it's so hard for all of us, you guys, that we have to. (laughs) 
It is. We're, we're going through this too. Yeah. <laughs> no. So, okay. Jax did a cameo. Did you watch that? Yes. He's all like, I know you all think I'm like a douchebag, but keep in mind, this is reality TV, folks. We got to do what we got to do to keep the show interesting. We're not here to braid each other's hair. Um, what else did he say? He's like, he's like, we just do it. This is our job. And I do it fucking well. We're not talented. We're not actors, even though Sandoval thinks he is. He's not. He's not. He's so bitter. Um, he's like, don't worry. Uh, we're going to be back on TV really soon. Uh, what do you say? Okay. We're going to get the old gang back together. We need to get back on TV. And then he told the, the girl, so it must have been like the girl's boyfriend or husband that ordered her the cameo. He's like, hey, let's just say her name's Jess. I can't remember. Hey, Jess, when you come into L.A., I don't know why you would. First of all, it's a godforsaken, disgusting, horrible place. Don't come here. It's horrible. It's like, okay, then leave, Jax. He's like, whatever you do, hit me up. I'll take you out for a drink. And that's a Jax Taylor. I'm sounding like Randall. Jax Taylor. Guarantee. So my idea, Holly, is let's get a cameo. And have him offer us that. We'll say you're coming in from Ohio. Uh-huh. And... Let's take him up on the Jax Taylor guarantee. I mean, I'm down. I mean, it's at like $150 or $200, whatever the fuck he's charging right now for a free drink. But LA drink prices are not that far off from that anyway. So it's kind of a wash, it's kind of a 50-50. I have found so much pleasure from watching this cameo, though, because he <laughs> it's pretty much everything that I dreamed that would happen like happen is happening like it's all like sheena it's It's all all happening happening. um he's spiraling he's completely spiraling and i don't think things have happened as quickly as he hoped that they would i think he thinks he has some stuff in the the works but he does he was like well Brittany and i my wife and i my wife and i decided to hang it up you know we you know i'm just not gonna play this game anymore i'm a dad now i did what i did well and that's why they pay us the big or pay me the big bucks it's like mm, the jacks they don't because you were fired they don't pay you the big bucks anymore big boy i heard somewhere he a lot of these things that he promotes they promote um basically like a teaser to then try and woo the sponsor Mm-hmm. And then the sponsors are like, no, thanks. Either your engagement sucks or so many people have said, please don't sponsor this guy. <laughs> it's kind of a trend that has been happening like with influencers or some other people that I watch that are personalities and they have like fully been caught red handed acting like they are promoting something and then people will reach out and be like, please don't support this person. Like we, and the company writes back and they're like, we are not working with them. So I don't know. And it's like, they literally are fronting like they're working with a company. Yeah. It's crazy. So I guess it's important that like, that's why you put the sponsored ad. Yeah. We've dealt with that where they're like, it's very important. You put like sponsored ad on Instagram. And I always thought, well, why? Because don't you want it? 
them to think we're just wrapping it. Now I understand why, because they are approving us to talk about them. Hence, sponsored ad is approved. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, especially with like me and you, there's been um, products that we have talked about that we are not sponsored by. And I feel like our listeners even respond to that more than when we are sponsored because they know it's something that we really love. And that always comes through the most authentic. But to know that these people are like truly like trying to trick us into thinking that they're working for a company to get a big payout is like kind of gross. Yeah. I liked everything um, we experienced. Um, I want to say 100%, but there was that one sitch where this company was so not together that we didn't get the thing before we were due to say it. This is one out of like, let's say a hundred times. Yeah. And so, but we had to say it by this date, but I'm like, but we didn't even get the product to be able to, they're like, well, just read this script. And then we actually got the product. It was like horrible. And I've never heard of that company again. So I wanted to like, I didn't know how to DM everyone privately saying, don't find this. But I don't think anyone did anyways. Yeah, yeah. It was like that weird. Oh, mm-hmm. And, and to be fair, literally every podcast that we listened to advertised for them. So, oh, yeah. I, you know, it's like that was a one a one off. for Yeah, sure. it, it was a lesson. It was early on, but like definitely like everything else we tried and and, and we like some more than others. But uh, and you could probably tell too in our, you know, delivery, but it was all honest and real. And also I kind of like, I don't know, let's just like keep it real. That's right. So that's why we're not really chasing that shit up if it comes our way cool. and, I, and that's what I, I like i'm so proud of this podcast too like our giveaways like are like 100 by us um you know sometimes you know someone will throw in some extra stuff for us but we've always supported all of the cast members and like yeah it's always been 100 out of our own pockets this isn't coming from ariana or sandoval's or anything sheena has always been generous Brock was very generous. We, you know, what was it, a year or two? Oh, it was during the pandemic. Um, and he came out with the band His bands. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, I would like to buy some of these. And I think I did buy one or two or a couple or maybe three or four. I don't remember. And they like tripled it. Um, Christina so Kelly, very Christina Kelly did the same thing for us. I ordered like yeah. a ton of stuff from her and I let her, and I let her know. I was like, thank you so much for that. I like placed a big order with her. And then she's like, next time you do like, please add a note that you're doing this like as a giveaway. And then the next time I did it, she doubled everything like for free, which was so cool. Yeah. So, um, so shout out to Sheena Brock and Christina Kelly. Yeah. Um, appreciate the restory Ariana and Lala. The Toms need to work on their promotion game. And like, you know, like also like the shipping game on it. Like as like another person I have to shout out is Dana. Like she shipped. We bought a necklace from her. She shipped it out like right. Like it's Dana Schroeder. I appreciate when that happens. Yes. Yes. Okay. So I cannot believe that we just talked for an hour before we (laughs) even got into the episode. I know. I know. I know. Okay. Um. I'm just okay you guys we haven't like been together in so long so we have to catch up a little bit and you know the holidays are coming people are like driving yeah you can split this episode up just enjoy 
Um, quick shout out for birthdays. Also, you guys, we have we're fully prepared to recap OC episodes one and two. This one may go long, so we'll either just do a new one. If not tonight, we'll do it tomorrow or Thursday. And if we do it Thursday, then we'll do one, two, and three. But mm-hmm. we are prepared to do it since we are in the OC. But we don't want to go too long because Holly does have to take children to school in the morning. And I do have a 7 a.m. meeting. Um, and it's now 12. It's midnight. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Quick birthday shout outs. Um, December 15th. Today, technically. Ingrid. December 18th. Michelle LeClaire is turning 51. December 16th. Fallon Ho. December 17th. Amanda Stickaleather. December 19th, Ashley Felton. December 15th, Heidi H. December 21st, Marina Pina. I hope you guys have a great birthday. Happy birthday. I know it's often lost in the holiday thing, um, but you guys are a little lucky because it's before. I know a lot of people the following week get screwed. Yes. But we'll deal with that next week. Okay. Get into the episode. I know you guys are like, finally. Yes. Okay. So, hold on. I'm just going to stamp this really quick so I can just put it in our show notes so we can. Yeah. Okay. So, James, it starts out at James and Law, uh, Raquel. Mm. And Raquel. And um, Raquel is making cupcakes. And she's like, look at you. Look at you. You're cooking. He's like, oh, my God. You're a pro. And it's like. She's literally pouring cake batter into... And it's baking. (laughs) It's baking, not cooking. And like, it's like a cupcake batter. It is a role reversal that we don't see a lot, though, because James, a lot of times, is making the food. So I feel like that's why he was like really trying to hype her up. You're a pro. (laughs) Um, And James says that he's happy to be at home and not be around like so many drunk people. And um, I noted that I wish I could wear short white spandex shorts like Raquel someday. Yeah, the she is. I, <laughs> she is just so stunning to look at. Like I, I every, I, I just, I'm not over it. Like no she, one can wear white spandex like leggings, let alone like shorts and then like a crop top. Like no one. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, so so James kind of gets into that um, he used to start his his weekend basically at Tuesday with see you next Tuesday. And then he goes through every day of the week, you know, what he would do on those days, which um, is totally like an L.A. thing. You really can, you know, get out there and party every single night. Yeah, it's popping. So she said she wants to have an engagement party with their families and make it special so as we know it is and, like a and somewhere outside la where could that be <laughs> the winery that they film on every bachelor hmm. and bachelorette show or uh boot camps so, yeah hmm. where could it be could it be near solving so no the or you know it's either the malibu winery castle thing or it's solving yeah we'll you're geared up for solving yeah um and then okay so then it goes to okay sandoval talking to lala about ariana's party and here's what i just noted that i appreciated she's like is it themed and I was like, thank you. Thank you, Lala. 
I don't say it often enough, but thank you. Yeah. He's like, no. She's like, oh, thank God. I'm yeah, like, it's like the first time all season. The first time all of us took a breath of relief. It's like, thank fucking God. It's not themed. But you know what? It was. They didn't have to dress up. They had the venue dress up for them. It was still a fucking theme. Yeah. It was I, like the venue dressed up in costumes. It was like, there's no way that T. Sandy could do something that wasn't themed. When yeah. he said when he said that, like you could almost see like in his face, he's like, no, like, yes. And like that place, like you can't stay there. I looked it up. It's just a thing. You just, it, it. It's it wasn't a, that cool enough of a thing for me to be impressed by. Like, there's a place, we did a photo shoot here in Palm Springs, and it's a retro place. There was a Rat Pack. Maryland stayed there. There's a Maryland room. Every room is a theme, and they're like an old school movie theme, and they're phenomenal. But everything is so super retro and preserved. It's, I wanted to throw, and there's only like 10 rooms. So I'm like, I'm throwing my birthday party here, renting out the whole place that they do. It's amazing. That is fucking cool because it's real and it's still real. This is just like, uh, I know it was a real old motel, but like, I don't know. Were you impressed just walking in with like the, the brown bedspread and like the, I mean, I feel like it's, it's such a trend right now. You know, all these, the places like this. So I thought it was cool. Um, it's cool it's just like it's it not was groundbreaking it, no it's existed um the other place where they did the photo shoot in season four where we also had a photo shoot yes years ago mm-hmm. that place same thing yeah same exact thing up and that's in like I, the shitholes of i appreciated that it was like i liked that it was a party with like something else to do rather than just being somewhere so that part element was cool yes um agree and that's the the only thing that i thought was cool (laughs) (laughs) i mean i like them dancing in the room or the mirrored room where they're like oh i mean yeah it was cool it shot pretty cool like i thought it looked cool but um yeah it's definitely a cool thing to do and i appreciate it for sure and i thought this episode was good um I appreciate it. It hasn't been done. Mm, yeah. But that's okay. Yeah. I, I'm appreciate, appreciative of getting out of the farmhouses and the cocktail tasting. So yes. I liked it. Yes. And I liked where they went afterwards as well. Yes. I agree. Tramp stamp grannies. All right. But first, I guess we're at Tom Tom. Yes. And T. Sandy now wants to check in with Katie. Yeah. And... He's just, you know, they're sputting heads and he's just saying, look, I just, we're a duo. I tried to, you know, turn our friendship into a brand. He's like, I've created revenue streams during the pandemic, which was needed and ingenious and proactive. And, you know, Schwartz wasn't doing it. You know, it was Sandoval. Yeah, so... I had a hard time with this the whole way through because I don't really ever want to agree with T. Sandy. He, he like is he kind of rubs me the wrong way like he rubs Katie the wrong way. But I kind of agreed with him here because it's true. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, just in like, obviously, we don't know all of the details, but seeing what we saw during the pandemic and knowing how T. Sandy is versus Schwartz, it's kind of like I just I feel like if T. Sandy stopped, so would Schwartz and so would their brand. Like, so the fact that Katie wouldn't kind of at least acknowledge that kind of bugged me. Yeah, I understand when she's like a duo, you know, Tom is not without Tom. Got it. Great. But he is the one doing the heavy lifting and the proactive, taking the initiative, proactive steps. Well, and then I I guess maybe a piece of the puzzle that we don't have is like when she yelled at him when she was like, let my husband like say his ideas. Like, let I would like to hear those ideas. Yeah. Like, is there something there that we've only heard yours, Katie? Yeah. And we and yeah, we have not heard from Tom and we've seen that we've seen his his moo was that one of his ideas? <laughs> We've, you know, like wasn't the best idea. It wasn't the best idea. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, and also the moo thing had already been done by, not by Guy, but by Pat Altschul in Southern Charm where she customizes it with your pet all over it. Schwartz, like who wants to look like schlumpy Schwartz? It's just not a thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It it wasn't anything special. It wasn't like he had his sayings over it. It was just like he had some weird like Florida print. It's like you could just get that at CVS. Exactly. But I do have to say the one thing that like I, I did, I would be offended also when T. Sandy brought up like I, I brought revenue into your household because I feel like without the other Tom, Tom and Tom are a brand and without the other Tom, that wouldn't be there for him. So I got why Katie was annoyed too. I, I don't know. Yeah, but Tom and Tom, cause he, he, she's like, well, like what? Like, let's talk what? about, let's, let's talk about Amazon. Like for instance. Okay. Well, Tom Sandoval could have done it with Ariana and had just as many viewers. That's true. That's and true. He could have done a club appearance with Ariana with just as many viewers and they would have got all that money for themselves. Instead, he split that money with Tom Schwartz. So therefore it goes to Katie's household. So I'll, I'll I'll have his back on that. Do you think that Tom and Katie could pull the same numbers as Tom and Ariana? No, not at all. I don't either. Tom and Ariana can pull the same numbers as Tom and Tom, Tom Schwartz and Katie could not. Hmm. What are you going to see them on Amazon? Like, what do you think? Bubba? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Should people buy this? Well, yeah, they should buy it. Should they? I don't want them to waste their money. Bubba. Well, we need the money. Oh, but they need the money too. Like he, Tom Schwartz is going to talk people out of buying something. Just like he was talking Sandoval out of, no, 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 we're not a brand. He's like, don't dude, we're a friendship, but we're going to make money off of it. Okay. Well, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I understand his ideology with that, but at the same time, that's going to get him nowhere in life. And he has a finite time to milk this. It's shit. true. It's true. So I guess when, when Tom was trying to talk to Katie about this, I felt frustrated on Tom's behalf because it was like, I'm sure this is how he's feeling, but he can't exactly say it because it's a little awkward, but he is pulling the weight and he's like, he's yeah. kind of taking it out on Katie, even though it should be taken out on Schwartz. Well, that, that's where the Lisa scene is needed when she's like, 
this this has nothing to do with you. She's like, Schwartz should be handling this and, and doing yeah. this, not you. Yes. And that was 100% correct. Yes. Um. Okay, so there's a, some more disturbing scenes out of this. So after they kind of have this conversation, Katie gets up and walks away from the table. I and mean, her facial expressions. Did you note that? She was like cringing like a mo- I mofo. Pa- I had to pause a couple times and I, I was like, yeah. oh my God, Chad, look at her face. But um, And rightfully so. I yes. understand where she's coming from, 100%. Me too. And this is what I'm trying to say is like, I, I don't like t sandy's ego but when he threw it back at katie as her having an ego also i had to agree with that they both do yeah um which i thought was interesting but what really bothered me was so she gets up and she walks away and she goes to schwartz to kind of vent and be like i can't believe that this just happened and she's basically just retelling what happened and he's like calm down like let's let's walk you it's time to go you're you're making a scene and i about jumped out of my skin I don't know how she's doing this. No. Like how the... the Her face showed it in that moment. So she had a face with Sandoval, but she had another face. uh, Like a look of disgusted... Like disgust, defeated... Defeated, um, unheard, belittled. Gaslit. Like you're making a scene... This is embarrassing. Let's go outside. Like, I'm like, pretty sure she, like, physically, like, winced. Like, was like... She Ugh. should have. He should not have. That was horrifying. And I felt like even, like, Ariana's face, too. Like, I don't even know if she heard it, but they the camera cut to her face. And it was like, she's not down with that. Like, and I guarantee you she would take Katie's side. And it was just like... It was like, she's a child. Like, you're making a scene. But for him to talk down to her, that was... It was, and to remove her from the situation, and then she just took it because she didn't want to make a scene, even you know whatever. But so, and he, so they go outside, oh. and they kind of continue, and it doesn't get much better from there. He, it doesn't get, but she's still trying to to say, you know, express what's happening. Like, You're wrong. You're wrong. Did he say it that way, or did you just take it that way? It was like, yeah. oh my gosh. And that's where he is, always taking Sandoval's side, or like he is Sandoval's like little mistress or bitch, as they said at some point. I would think this would be said that, and it's that's not incorrect. Lala again is probably right. It's like, dude, you got to choose your wife. But even if you're, this is this is beyond business right now. The way you just handled Katie in that moment, you should have just talked to her and be like, "I'm sorry, this is my fault. I'll be more assertive." You guys shouldn't have even been having this conversation as Tom Schwartz is on the bar hearing them raise their voices. And he's like, oh, oh, God. Uh Oh, it's like, hey, maybe go step in since that's your best friend or your wife. You should be the one in that conversation. Why is he at the bar chilling with everybody else? Eavesdropping. It's so fucked up. Yeah, I feel like. I don't even know what Schwartz could do at this point to make it better because, I mean, jumping ahead, I will this for a second. I don't think it got better. Like, I'm not pleased. I don't feel better about anything. Um, But it's extremely triggering to watch. It's just like, I feel so bad for Katie. I want her to, I, I, I don't, she... 
and it's not even about her. It's like this has to, this is a Schwartz problem, but I don't think he can change. It's a Schwartz problem. As Lisa said, as I mean, honestly, now that I saw the first 15, because in the sauna I didn't, but whatever. Um, when Lala said, maybe they should take a break. This doesn't seem to be working. Oh, you know, like, dude, you got to stand up for your, your wife, your woman, your partner, your, you can't just be, keep doing this little boy shit. The other, the other thing that it's gross is like, you know, they are OGs of the show too. And if you think back, we have seen this behavior repeated from day one where she's had to just oh like God. hold his hand through everything and like literally it's like pulling teeth to get him to do to get him to do normal life events okay you didn't get to see okay you guys um because i discovered the live tv on my laptop holly was driving over from her house to the hotel suite so she did not get to see watch what happens live tell me Andy was so fucking shady and rude to Katie. So, you know, he does his little games. He And he did it to Sheena, too. And I'll get into those. But, okay, you could say, like, two or three, maybe four things. Andy did this thing to Katie. Oh, first of all, first of all, he asked, how shocked are you guys about James and Raquel? Katie, and she's like, oh, my gosh, you know, I was... Um, like she had a real, you know, genuine reaction. She says, I just couldn't believe it. He's like, well, Shania Brock, what do you think? He cut her off mid sentence. Like, just like she didn't matter. Sheena and Brock, what do you think? So first of all, rude, shady, but then he does the first game and he's like, Katie, how many things do you like ship or not ship or approve or not approve? There's a list of 11, he didn't stop at three or four. He's like, what about when, uh, is it okay that Schwartz dumped a drink on Stassi's head? Is it okay that he dr- uh, dumped a beer on your head? Is it okay that he gave you a ring on a string? Is it okay that he got an LVB t- LVP tattoo? Is it okay that he forgot to file the marriage license twice? Is it okay that he didn't give you his first class seat? Is it okay that he said the sound of your voice makes him cringe? Is it okay that um, he said you have a Karen haircut? Is it okay that he preferred Sandoval to prep him for a sperm sample donation over you? Is it okay that he comes out with moo-moos? Is it okay that, like, he just kept fucking going? What was her face doing? I mean, she was eye rolling a lot, like the LVP tattoo. She did not give her the Karen tattoo. She's like, or haircut. She's like, oh, I'll just wait for him to sleep and I'll shave his head. Like she was holding her own, but he just wouldn't, you don't go with that. I literally counted 10 or 11 items. Like usually it's like three, four, five. Yeah. He did the same with Sheena. So he was like, it's so fucking shady. Um, okay, so Schwartz was supposed to be on right, so they didn't go because of COVID. Well, now I was like, why is it Katie, Sheena, and Brock? That's right. like a rando. And yeah. it, was, it was Zoom. Yeah. Schwartz wasn't there because he had a family emergency. I saw, like, right as I was leaving, I saw, like, that first little... What is that? His family's all far away. Where is he? Are the triplets okay? M- maybe not. Is that, um, we, we need a, we need an update on that. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I take it back, Schwartz. 
you didn't need to respond to my DM about the good love and whiskey. Sorry. Yeah. No, that was going on. I need to have a little more perspective. Okay. So the Sheena and Brock game, he's like, Sheena, out of all of your exes. Oh, God. He's like, Brock. R- Wait, men, not exes, obviously, because he didn't include Cibrian. Brock, Shay, Rob, and Adam. He's like, I mean, Brock's on the Zoom with her. And he's like, who is the worst kisser? And she said, Rob. Who is the least endowed? She she should have just drank. You know, when you can take a sip or whatever. She's like, mm, Adam. And he's like, oh, this was, this was a bad one. You guys, my mouth is open right now. Who did your mom like most? Who did your mom like most? Mm, well, Rob. <laughs> yeah. She's sitting there with Brock. Oh, geez. And then also she was married to Shay. And Erica was, uh, she said, she did say she liked all of them. Yeah. But probably her favorite was Rob. That's, I mean, he's very charming. That's tough. That's tough for Shay to hear and for Brock to hear. Yeah. That's rough. I mean, she grew up with Shay. All right. Uh, who? Whoa, this is another one she should have taken a sip on. Sheena, who do you, who has the highest IQ? Mm, maybe, I thought she was going to say Rob. Maybe Adam. Okay. Who is the most romantic? Oh, so Brock actually. It better be. Did she say Brock? Yeah, she did. Thank but the you. highest IQ, Brock actually, you could tell he was kind of like a beaten down puppy a little bit. Like I felt really bad for him, but he handled it well. He's like, well, you know, what they've shown, I, I haven't really represented myself as the most, you know, and then Andy cut him off. But I know what he was saying. Right. Because, you know, we're making fun of, we're not, but, you know, a lot of people are like, I speak in this or well, like his grammar or whatever, but he's also... We're just meeting him. So I feel like he had to kind of tell that story of where he came from and like the differences between him and Sheena. I feel like that was yeah. tell- telling the story. Like he's not going to be like... Uh, yeah. No, I, like he's not, he's like, I'm not the smartest guy in the room and he owns it. And I love that ownership about that. It still doesn't make it nice to hear from yeah. your partner. Um, I wish it was a thing where she could. And just that's sipped. like a weird thing to like joke about when he's a guest on the show too. Like, yeah, that's where Andy, Andy's really shady. Like, I felt like Andy got really dirty with Katie, and he's getting a little dirty with her. And yeah. he did this last time when he's yeah. like, "Ooh, your list of men." Like, you're being a little dirty here. Like, res- have some respect for her partner. You and know? it's not pleasurable to watch. Like, it's not like we're not it's laughing. Cringy. We're not laughing with him. It's like this. You can't tell if he hates them oh, he or if he loves on, it. He hates them and he gets off on. Yeah, it's it's sick. He's got a little sick, twisted side to him. Yeah. Um, who do you stay in touch with most? She said all of them except Adam. I'm like, well, that just means Shay and Rob. And we know that's been on and off. Mm-hmm. Um. Who likes who likes your enchiladas most, Adam? Really? So, Brock isn't a fan, huh? Well, one point for Brock. I'm just saying, like, it's cool. Like he he's he's being a Charlie. Like mm, they're okay. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, 
And then it got really funny. Then he played this followers game. Like who has more followers, Summer Moon or, and he put up a bunch of like Bravo Lebs. Yeah. And Sheena got, I think he did like 10 examples. She got every single one right. Um, except for the very last one. But the funniest part was Summer Moon or Randall. And she's like, mm, do you mean real followers or the ones he bought? <gasps> oh. <laughs> and then Andy goes, yeah, I was wondering about that. I was figuring he probably bought a lot of those followers. That's funny. So she totally shaded Randall and Andy backed it up. And that was the golden moment. So that was funny. That's funny. But anyways, that's about it for we should go back. But yeah, it just brought it up with the shade and the the Katie shit and how much shit she's had to take from Schwartz. And that list that he read off, which Andy was being dirty and shady. It did remind us all Katie is dealt with a fucking lot and been a fucking trooper and this isn't about her and Sandoval this is about Schwartz yeah um to me when Lala kind of brought up like do you think they need time apart like at first I was like kind of taken aback by that I was like uh but then the more I started looking at my notes and the more I was watching Katie's face it's like yes yes it, yeah. it uh, well he probably needs to appreciate her a little bit more yeah and for then, sure and then maybe give her space to really develop something on her own as the other women have done sheena's done it lala's done it um who else are we talking about i don't know it, like it, it also like kind of open up like like, like why why don't i as a fan like want to purchase any of katie's things like you know like katie has like her podcast sweatshirt and like things like that like she's had some products come out and stuff That's but not really uh well i'm just it, like like we like we pretty easily referenced that like her and tom wouldn't have as many fans as tom and ariana like why not i mean open katie's around the corner instead of shop around the corner katie's around the corner and she brings you a sandwich i'd go yeah i would go i mean I really think she could have been on to like the pucker and pout thing with like her lip thing. She always has a great lip. Um, although, you know, these makeup collabs, I don't know how well they do. However, it does seem like Lala's is doing well. Mm-hmm. <coughs> They've all had them. Ariana, Sheena. I feel like it's also just like starting something and sticking with it. You know, like that's yeah. one thing that we've got to give to Lala. She started it and a lot of people doubted her, but she stuck with it and she has grown it. You know, she said she's grown it from just a lip gloss to, you know, going on to more products and yeah. good job, and, you know, and brands. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I'm. Well, so yeah, maybe they could use a break, but to appreciate each other. But, you know, I know we all used to say like, oh, we gave it to you. Like, I'm not actually rooting for their breakup. I'm just rooting actually for them. Their I just, happiness. Yes, I want Katie to be happy. And I yeah. want shorts seems like super stressed out, too. And I feel like like I want him to be able to live freely and happy as well. And yeah, um. Yes. Yeah, right now I'm like the breakup it was just 
I don't know. Well, it, it wouldn't be satisfying. It would be like, oh, shoot. Like, but I kind of, I feel like I, find happiness. I feel like I could do that with every <laughs> single couple on the show right now, though. I could find a reason why they could break up. Like I could literally go through each thing and say, well, you know, I'd like to see this person on their own because of this. But so like if they're happy, good for them, but it's not coming through that way and it's stressing me out. Yeah. So um, next we go over to Sheena and Brock's and they're talking about his home body app and the shoot and all of that. Um, and the only thing I'll note about this is because we've already talked about that and how everyone's willing to help except James. I think at this point he thinks James is going to help. Um, but then James goes on later with Lala. He's like, well, would I do that for free? And like Sheena said last week, he thinks like there's people just like, oh my God, we want to pay DJ James Kennedy all this money. You know, it's like he's a little delusional. Yeah. But what I loved about this little clip later on is when Lala's talking about her launch party. I think it's when she's interviewing her assistants. And she's like, and I went through a launch party, and then they flash back to a scene with her and Sandoval. And she's like, and I want to put my makeup on you. And he's like, okay, okay, I'm down. Like, he is so ready to do this for Lala, who's not even his favorite person. Mm-hmm. So James, you hang out with Brock and Sheena all the time. You're buddies. You're in San Diego. You guys are going to the Viejas Casino. You're doing this, doing that. You can't do that. But Sandoval can have Lala put her makeup on him for her product for free. And they're not even really friends. Yeah. Um, I would like to see, like, obviously, I feel like it would have been better for James to, like, be able to humble himself a little bit. I feel like us as viewers want to see that. Like, we've seen his sobriety journey. But it, it would be nice to see him, like, really be there for someone. And I'm not saying that Brock deserves that. Like, maybe they don't have that relationship, even though you just said that they hang out. Like, may, I don't know. Like, there's something that's missing there. But... I would like to see that. I would like to see James want to help somebody else, like give of himself. Yeah, it doesn't concern him. So he's like, why should I do that? When have we ever pay me? When have we ever seen that from him? Honestly, what has he ever done for anybody? Yeah. Unless it directly serves him. I did like, I just, I haven't really seen that for maybe that's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, I haven't seen it. Everyone else I can kind of, I feel like I could bring something up. Mm hmm. But um, I'm having a hard time with him. Um, Okay, so Brock brings up Charlie and Sheena's conversation and kind of checks in with her about, you know, how the conversation went. And he starts talking to her about, or Sheena's like, you know what? I said sorry to her because I just want, and he's like, why did you say sorry? Like, why do you keep saying sorry? Because, um, and she's like, because if she felt that way, then I want to say sorry. And he's like, well, I I would encourage you to sometimes like let people kick rocks. He's like, stop whirling over. Just let them kick rocks. And it's like, yes. It's like maybe Charlie, I think he's so weathered from her ups and downs with Lala that this Charlie thing, which has never surfaced before, it's like his breaking 
It's strong. triggering him because he's yeah. seen the friendships that uh, like the waves that she's gone through. Yeah. And I and think taking shit and sucking it up and forgiving. And I think that he felt safe with Charlie with their friendship. And so now that she's coming for Sheena, too, I think he's like, hold on. Like this, this is like the first time. This isn't like, one that can yeah. call her out. Um, Or it's just the law thing. Like we even went through this, like all of the listeners, everyone on um, social media groups are like, please, you know, let this be the last fucking time with Lala. And she said it. She said it on her podcast. We, we've heard this so many times. This I'm is done. it. I'm done. I'm done. And then sure enough. Nope. And like, even since she said that she's done like three rounds with Lala. It's mm-hmm. like, so I think Brock has gone through all of that. So Charlie got maybe the short end of the stick where the time she, um, Bring something up. He's just done. He's so sick of this yeah. thing of Sheena going back and forth that he's like, just draw the line now. So I think Charlie kind of got the short on the stick. I I do think, yes, obviously Sheena had like a baby. I don't think that's what Charlie was referencing. I think Charlie was referencing what Brock is referencing, the back and forth with Lala, mm-hmm. the wishy-washy. And then like, oh, you don't want me to be friends with this person? I won't. But then she goes behind her back and she's friends with the person she told you not to be friends with. And she did that with Lala so many times. And then with the Danica thing, and granted, she's still not friends with Danica, but it was like Raquel backed Charlie's whole theory up. It's like, well, you're telling us not to be friends with these people, but sometimes you end up friends with these people. So you end up looking like the asshole. And I, and I, also, like, not to bring other things up, but, like, that it is a big pattern for Sheena. Yeah. But I do want to, I, like, it's, yeah, it's happened with other I mean, people. she's forgiving. I guess we'll take the positive aspect on that. But, no, it's a, it's consistent. Yeah. And, like, and Charlie's I, loyal. And- I could get, I, I understand why that would make Charlie feel, like, vulnerable and a little unsafe in her relationship with Sheena, which she tried to express. And I feel like that part, she maybe didn't get completely across. But um, I also, on the flip side, um, hearing what Sheena said on Jamie's podcast, too, this was a hard season for Sheena. Like, she did literally came... Her ba- she had a baby like literally what like two weeks before filming one week before filming and she still did everything she was having a hard time with her appearance and like all of that like I don't know I I want to give her a little bit of grace on this because yeah. so I, I understand and I feel like she's done a good job of kind of sharing that so TBD yeah. on what happens with this but I get where Charlie's coming from and I get where Brock is coming from so yeah, I just think it's all misplaced. I think it's um, it's it's all stemming from previous stuff. Yes, it's not just because a you know a recent thing. Yes. So next we go over to Lisa's house where she's playing with the dogs. Another riveting, much needed scene. Yeah, we yeah. had we had a couple of dog scenes this episode. Um, so Katie rolls in and um i don't know why i wrote in my notes katie's lucite shoes but um <laughs> so they go they well, go i thought about that too and i'm like that's where she got the indents on the the wiki feet but then as i 
as I researched, I believe it was Ariana that had the slides in dents. But okay. Normally I would think it was Katie, but again. Okay. Um don't think it was. So Katie goes over to Lisa's to get, you know, some perspective on what has been going on between her and Tom and just to get, you know, some advice from Lisa. And I mean, and it was good. Like, she's like, do you think they're ready to open? You know, and Lisa's like, no, but agree. Because I was thinking about this. Like, did when did Tom and Tom, like, let's just even talk lightly, schedule or do payroll or order supplies or even make the connections with suppliers or source out things or do cost analysis on the food and drink profit, you know, and how much portions and how much it's going to cost to make this. When have they been involved in any of that? We've only seen them bartend at Sir or, you know, Sandy, or just walk around saying hi to people at Tom Tom. So what has prepared them to be these business owners with all like to basically do what Lisa did to another bar. Right. And that's where they need Greg. But like what actually, so she's right when she's like, no, they're not ready, but at least they're partnering with someone that is very experienced and has all these connections and know, knows how to run a business because they haven't run the business. They haven't done any aspect, at least as far as we can see, Clearly not at Sir. They just bartend. Tom, well, obviously Sandoval, because they're both Toms. But at Tom Tom, they they don't even bartend. They just kind of walk around. Yeah. And, and otherwise, why weren't we shown? Oh, Sandoval's scheduling. Sandoval's running this, or he's bringing in the supplies. I mean, it would have been kind of interesting. Like, I would love to see that. Like. Schwartz tried to do the schedule and like they scheduled only two people. Yeah. And so then they had to jump in and serve and then they're like, shoot, I guess we better not do that again. Or like someone Sandoval's, calls in sick or or Sandoval's um, elaborate drinks and they realize they're losing like $5 on every $22 drink because it costs so much to make it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the cost analysis or how side long of it takes to make it how when there's long? a line of 20 yes. people behind one person. Which is like the shop bar. That would have been a great idea had you ever executed. It's set up, but you guys never, it's never. never worked. Mm-mm. The frozen shot. I would have taken, that's a shot I would take. Mm-hmm. But none of this ever came to fruition. So it's like, you don't have any experience in running the business. Did you meet with the toilet paper vendor? Did you meet with the uniform vendor? And I, ha- I, <laughs> Aramark? I, I don't totally. know. Totally. <laughs> and I, I feel like this is what T. Sandy is talking about. I think it was his idea. He's like, let's jump on doing another restaurant. Like, we're hot right now. Our names are hot. Which is good. We'll figure it out and let's bring someone else in and they'll yeah. do all the work for us. It is very smart because they're not going to have this moment again. And again, not. that's what we said about all of these people when none of them did shit for five seasons. Yeah. Like Jersey Shore, they jumped on that tanning lotion within a season, two seasons. They were already trying to market their tanning shit. Smart. All these people waited till it was too late. Mm-hmm. They could have been cashing in. Granted, you don't have the money the first three seasons. Right. They were paid shit. Right. And some of them did, and some of them didn't. So you see the hustlers, and you see the people that waited. And it takes work. Like, it takes work to have, like, I feel like that is something that 
like Lala with her lip gloss. Like it is true. Like she now she's hiring an assistant or whatever. But before that, she would get on there and promote her lip gloss. Yeah. She would do her makeup and while well, she was going off and it promoted her lip gloss. It's not easy and it's putting yourself out there and it's hustling. And yeah. I haven't seen that from anybody else. And like T. Sandy never responds to anyone on social media. Yeah. Schwartz never responds. Like they it have goes, not, they haven't built their. It goes so far, you guys. I know you're listening. Now, seriously though, the the amount of people that hated Sheena or hated Peter or hated Jeremy that actually then went to Sir and their minds were changed in 30 seconds because they were the accessible ones Super eager, super friendly. Sheena just told that story about chasing a girl down all over West Hollywood because she felt so bad because she didn't want to take a picture because she was like mid-bite. Um, and and her responsiveness to, uh, we're not talking about us, to everyone. Like she is so responsive to fans and listeners and um, people that write her. Um, I'm, I'm sure she probably can't get to all of them. I don't know. But it's... I've certainly heard from so many people that she does um, when so many people don't. And it's just really not that hard. Um, and it goes so far. And you want to encourage and support those people. So someone brought up the Peter thing. They're like, we thought you hated Peter. You make fun of him. It's like, well, yes, he's fun. He's a fun character to make fun of. And he is, our experiences with him are just, they, they stand on their own. But you can't hate Peter. He, what's fun, of, it, it, he's just a fun character. And he says his own stuff. And it's just like, okay. But you... It, oh, I don't... I don't really know. I just want to support someone positive to like that. Like, what I've said is like, he has said some strange things to us. Uh-huh. And even the times when I felt he hated me because I lied or I joked that I slept 14 hours a day and he was mad and horrified but it was in a funny way yeah um it's just like he's always been positive he'll come over I'd love to come back on anytime or he'll bring us a drink oh can I take your check for you like you want to support that absolutely so whatever your feelings on Peter, whether you love him or hate him, he is very positive and he's always there for people that come into the restaurant. He'll take pictures. He'll say hello. He might be Peter. Peter might be Peter. He might be weird. He might be normal. He might be cool, funny. Who knows? That's the mystery of Peter. Um, but I want to support that. I, I I love to support anyone positive um, that is so, I guess, positively reactionary towards her fans how, how do you say that like yeah I proactive feel, or just I f- appreciative appreciative yeah and I feel like as the show maybe comes to an end I feel like we will probably see more interaction from them because that's how they're going to build their platform to be true engaged oh, followers they should have been doing it a long time they sh- ago they should have but th- they'll have to learn because um I that- mean there's some real tried and true super fans that still don't get the traction with some of the OGs that they should. They even know who they are, but it's like you guys just aren't paying attention to the people that are going to, that are building your brand Mm -hmm. and are buying your brand. These are the people that are going to buy your brand. Yeah. This is why I was confused. Like who is buying, give them Lala beauty 
if not just the fan base of Vanderpump, which has declined drastically the viewership. And also you take of that viewership, how many people actually like or want to support Lala, you know, let's say a third or generously a half. How, how much business is that? You know, or the, the Toms or, you know, I, I don't think the Toms are maybe the season Sandoval is more hated amongst viewers than, um, in previous seasons, but like who's supporting, I don't know. You, you need your fans. The people that are going to buy your products are the people watching you. And so if you can reach out to them and you don't have to DM every person that DMs you, but like, I don't know, just be a little more yeah, and you know, aware and appreciative. Lala has always supported back too. like, she's always restoried like anything that I've bought from her. Um, so that's cool. So her, her team, <laughs> you know, somebody yeah, like is. she doesn't reply a lot like on the DM, but she is restoring. She'll restory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Ariana's done And sometimes she times. will respond and she'll say thank like she'll like literally write like a thank you so much or something like that, which is cool. Yeah. That's all that's needed. Yeah. And you know, you can turn a troll around in a heartbeat by just a kind word. Yeah. And they're like, I've seen it in the comments. They're like, someone will rip on Lala or Ariana and they're like, Oh my God, I can't I, believe you responded. Oh, I'm so sorry. I love you so much. Like it's I was having crazy. a bad day. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's funny. Okay. Go okay. On, I'm grab my Vina. Okay. So where were we? Um. Um. Bartending. Oh, so yeah. Sandoval's like, oh, we the '70s are really hot right now. So we're gonna just like take a futuristic take on that, and then Greg love him he's like yeah uh i don't know what the fuck that means <laughs> yeah like, thank you greg yeah that it really doesn't make sense but um and then it's just like um yeah lvp yeah katie katie you're not the one that needs to handle sandoval it's schwartzy not you and i okay that's a needed lisa scene that was useful and- it was i was okay with that one and it was pretty quick so it was over Pretty quick, yeah. So then we go over to Tom and Ariana's house, and I'm gonna flat iron you out of my life, and flat iron you out of my life. <laughs> what up. was what was that like shoehorn for his head? Did oh, you s- it, I was looking at that, but it wasn't it a, a night mask, a sleep mask. Oh, was it? I, it looked like a special thing that was like. I, I, yeah, I was focusing on that as I got to rewatch it on my laptop. And I'm like, what is that? And then, because a lot of people were asking what Ariana was doing to her face. But, you know, it's like the thing you get the free, like, jade stone you get with the jade roller. But it's like. It's like the lymph node. like Yeah, the flat stone, lymph node, lymphotic. Um, a lot of people swear by that. Yeah, um, Julia said. Because I just thought it was like some freebie throwaway kind of thing, whatever, rub it. I don't know. When she got her shot vaccine, uh-huh. her arm was like so swollen and sore. And her friend, she's like, oh, well, you have this. Why, why aren't you using this? She's like, what? And her friend, like, she's like, oh, this is what you do. And she like moved the, you know, because like. like Yeah, because it sits there. Sits there. Yeah. She like moved it around. Uh-huh. 
and she felt like instantly better. Interesting. So if you do that to your face, someone said their like cheekbones popped all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, so yeah, use that freebie. If you guys get a jade roller, I like to get the jade rollers and I keep them in my freezer. So it's like double the power because it like feels good in the morning or if you like under your eyes or it feels good on a hangover or it just feels good and you sculpt your face with it. But then usually when you get that, they send you that that free flat stone kind of thing kind of has like a thumbprint in it and you like do what Ariana's doing and kind of like move your facial liquids around. Yeah. So interesting. If you go to two bunch palms and get that lymphatic massage. Yeah. That's what it's about. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So they're both getting ready and he's saying he's going to take her to like an exclusive place. So she doesn't eat. Um, which to her demise, but to her fun demise, this is like one of the funnest drunk Ariana's I've seen. Yeah, it was cute. There's a lot of fun scenes, a lot of facial expressions, a lot of like, I'm going to eat your butthole, but not just say that. But then she actually demonstrated how she would do it. <laughs> yes. I also noted here how um, they talked about how Lala thinks that Tom and Katie should take a break. And Ariana kind of mentioned, she's like, well, I just was thinking that if, you know, Lala saying that maybe she knows something that I don't because her and Katie are besties. And I thought that's true. Like, and I feel like that's a little seed that they are planting there. Um, so then they do like a little montage of everybody getting ready. And then we go over to the Madcap Motel. And um, it starts with just Tom and Ariana walking in and there's some actors that they're interacting with and stuff. And Ariana's like, okay, like this is cool. And then they open the doors and everybody's there. Yeah. First James is like yelling at Brock, put on your mask, put put it on. (laughs) Yes. Um, I noted because, you know, this has been brought to our attention several times for many years like i'm talking several years ago someone said oh just you watch you will at every party especially every birthday scene you will see brad by brad nudge himself into the number one position next to ariana or really whoever's birthday or shot it is but particularly ariana's and i was just laughing this time because it's so implanted in my head and There he was. There wasn't Sandoval next to her. There wasn't Sheena next to her. There wasn't Jeremy next to her. It was Brad nudged face to face as he is every birthday. And then Logan, who isn't too far off. She kind of grabbed for them, though. I felt like I mean, they are her her besties. I don't know if Brad is. I know Logan is. Um, But I just was laughing because. It's not even like my own observation. Literally, someone told me this. They're like, and it was so many years ago. And I'm like, ever since I've noticed, I'm like, oh, he'll be in every shot. The the best shot when the cameras are flying or the best photos, he'll be right there. And I'm like, oh, my God, he is. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's good. But I mean, really think about it. It's not Sandoval. It's not Sheena. It's not uh fucking katie it's not jeremy like what the fuck <laughs> brad by brad he, he really infiltrated himself quite well and uh, yet 
and when I met him the first time, we were both outside of the the fence line of the uh the the private patio that we dined in last time. Uh-huh. With the triplets and Jacks and I'm talking to the triplets. I'm standing next to Brad by Brad and Jax comes over. He's like, oh, Brad. And so I'm talking to the triplets, but I'm like, ooh, I want to hear this conversation. So I was really torn. I was trying to double ear it, but you know, anyways. Yeah, that's difficult sometimes when yeah. they're all standing there. Um. Okay, so Ariana was like totally surprised and it was cute. So... Schwartz and Sandy have their little talk. I thought it was interesting that Schwartz did notice the power position Sandoval instantly took, and Sandoval just naturally took it because uh-huh. he is the natural leader. But then he quickly acquiesced and let Schwartz take it. But he's trying to explain to him, like, no, dude, our friendship is like, but it's a brand now. And he's like, no, no, it's not. It's like, no, it is. No, it's both. It's a friendship and a brand. Like, no. I, don't, I don't understand how Schwartz was possibly arguing that it's not a brand. Like, that's the... Uh, yeah. That's ridiculous. Like, and he's like, no, we're just two dudes that met, like, serendipitously. I can't. I can't. Like, it's... No, I wanted to slap him across the face. I'm like, no, you're two dudes that met on fucking Craigslist, like the rest of the fucking world. You imagine if it came up, Holly, how, tell the story of how you and I met. Well, Sarah, we met serendipitously. It's like, no, we met through a fucking mutual friend. Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we didn't even meet on Craigslist. You didn't meet serendipitously, Schwartz. Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, that was like, it was so super annoying. Stupid. Like if they actually had that kind of a, a of a meeting, like a chance by chance by chance, but they met on fucking Craigslist. I feel like I rent. I need to rent a room. Yeah, I feel like <laughs> they're trying to say that like the viewers are dumb with this scene because it's like, what? Like, are, we're not going to play along with you. It's like Sandoval's not even from Florida, so it's like, oh my god, both their names are Tom. Yeah, pretty common fucking name. Oh, dude. You live in Florida. I lived in Florida. It's like, yeah, you're from Minnesota. You're from Missouri. You both been to Florida. Oh my God. This is insanely amazing. Seriously. This is serendipity at its best. I didn't know you've been to Florida. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Speaking of, there was a Miami uh, marathon today, and I DVR'd the shit out of that. I had to cut out a lot of my, like, lifetime holiday movies and i even deleted frosty and that shit but i'm like i need the room for miami to get back into it because we're gonna prep yeah we gotta do miami yeah 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 we gotta do miami oh my god randall randall just bought a place there remember he was gonna buy his mistress one too yep all right so sandy was just basically saying no, I wasn't saying like, you know, whatever. He's the boss of him. He's like, I just kind of spearheaded our brand, which Schwartz agreed with. He's like, you know, the, like we got the suits, the cycle, the matching outfits. We're a duo. Yeah. And then they go to Ariana and she says she, has, she hasn't eaten all day. And she goes to the bar and in her defense, I've really researched this because I've kind of been there. 
she goes there with a mission. Like she's, you know, she's not dragging her feet to get another drink, another, another spicy dumpling. But you see how the bar is curved outwards. Yeah. Very retro. When she goes there on a mission, she's her eyes and intention are to hit the bar first, but her hip hits the outward curvature first. And she's and it topples going, her. Yeah, she's going at such a speed that she's not prepared for that and throws her down. Yeah. Which is why she laughed. Well, she laughed because she was drunk, but that just made it better. But it was it was like a geography thing. I mean, it was her birthday. She was having a great time. It was hilarious. Um, I think it's the best birthday I've seen for her because half the time she's either had to share it with Stassi and then it's more about the theme or no, she it, seemed like genuinely happy. Yeah. Or it's competing yeah. birthdays. And so this was just like, and it was chill. Yeah. And I think that's why I liked the no lo- like the location and everything is it's like, even though we've seen it before, you know, it's a, like, but she seemed to be having a great time and everybody seemed to be like vibing. Like you're dressed up for real, like normal, normal, pretty. No costumes, no elaborate makeup, no costumes to worry about. How am I going to go to the bathroom? Like, and then I loved that they just got like pizza. Cool. Oh. Like nothing's better than that, right? Hundred percent. Um. So, well, James r- ripped on Brock's app to Lala. He's like, "Uh, look, didn't Jocks do this like forty years ago? I'm not going to uncurate my DJ Instagram." For homebody, what people want to lose weight? Cool. Like, shut up. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> so did Lala. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was hilarious to nod back to Jax, who had done it. And well, yeah, that part was funny. Yeah. 40 years ago. <laughs> yeah, 40 years ago. Lala says that um, James is the funnest roller coaster that she's ever been on. Uh, that's when I spotted Peter from across the room. Uh, Peter walked in as well. When they walked into, was it TSG? Oh, yes. Tramp Stamp Grannies. Uh, Peter was on the tail end of the walk-in crew. Oh, okay. I don't know how you missed that. <laughs> it's an OG sighting. Okay? Got it. Got it. All right. Sorry, well, Peter. Check, check IMDB because that will be on there. Absolutely. Peter walks in to TSG tail end of the crew it's there just just um so maybe you stayed awake a little bit longer you would notice i'm struggling right now peter so help me out how do you do this um so raquel and ariana and charlie are talking uh they're talking about sheena checking in how that's all going and they just kind of repeat what we've said yeah i mean like ariana's always says well she doesn't do that with me but like I appreciated Raquel asserting herself and kind of speaking up for herself, but also in essence backs up Charlie. Like she's like, no, Sheena's the greatest friend. And she is, she's a great friend, loyal, but she has asked me to end relationships or friendships. And I have, Mm -hmm. and that is true. That whole Danica thing. And I, you know, here, like I know the Dana thing, Dana Kathan, not Dana Schroeder, mm-hmm. was a thing for a bit too. And, and people do because you you pick battles, right? Like I would do that too. I'm like, mm, you know, 
whereas Sheena didn't really do that. If we look back to when Ariana asked her not to hang out with Kristen and she knows like, well, she didn't do anything to me. She's like, yeah, but you're my best friend. So ergo you should. Yeah. Like Ariana was a little more like saucy that way. And as you would expect your best friend to be. So it was a little hypocritical for, you know, obviously she doesn't do that to Ariana because she couldn't because she didn't do it for Ariana. She kept hanging out with Kristen. Um, but I think it's kind of a power thing. You know, like she can do it to Raquel and Charlie because yes. they need her to elevate on the show. Yes. Whether she's, you know, it's conscious or subconscious, you know. Yeah. She can't do it to Ariana. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's let's get into the other thing. Oh, the power. I felt like that was um, well, uh, I don't know if we're there yet, but I was just think, you know, triggered with the power thing. I felt like when Tom and Tom were talking and he aired it out with the Katie situation and Tom Sandoval was finally like, dude, you got to take care of your home. He's like, I think we should keep the hangouts to a bare minimum, like personal. Like, I think that was a smart thing to do and answer but I also feel like it was a little bit of a power play and almost like he's punishing Schwartz. I completely agree. Right. He's punishing Schwartz for picking Katie. He took control over how you're not going to have access to me. Yeah. He like put him on restriction. Like that kills Schwartz. Yeah. And he was like spiraling, thinking about all the things that he couldn't do and the boundary that he now placed on him when he was the one who was supposed to place the boundary. Right. And then even as they talked, Schwartz kept lowering it and Sandoval even cut him off. He's like, oh, 95%. Not, oh, 90%. Or he's like, stop. It's like. Yeah, he took the power. It was a little manipulative, total power play. Yeah. And I don't, like, I don't even know if he did it on purpose because Schwartz can be so freaking annoying with how he does that, how he skates around things where it's like, you want to just like tap him on the head and say, stop, like sit down, like enough. Yeah. But he, he can't, he can't help himself. And that's the thing. Like, I, I don't like Schwartz or Sandoval's evil or trying to be manipulative, but you're right. But he has to. He's like an annoying gnat and you finally just got to swat it and be like, I can't be doing dealing this shit which we're is, trying to open a business which is crazy because they are both annoying in their own ways like yeah. Schwartz has to be swatted down like a gnat like you just said and t sandy has to be swatted down with all of his crazy ideas. lofty ideas it's yeah. like slap slap they and both think, gotta be hit down i think greg does that for sandoval yes and sandoval needs to do but it it's for very Schwartz. hard for katie not to do it to both because yeah. and i think we are all Katie because we see it both and we're like stop I think Greg needs to do it to Schwartz because therefore that takes Sandoval out of the equation and Schwartz is always so insecure as Sandoval even mentioned oh Greg he's he's opened so many businesses you know how Schwartz couldn't handle the the bartending shift at Pomp he got overwhelmed yes like because he wasn't good enough mm-hmm. of course that's how he feels with Schwartz and Sandy's remember that's why he turned down Lisa at the wedding no I don't want a Tom Tom. I can't handle that responsibility. 
So he's going to listen to someone like Greg and someone like Katie cannot come between that and Sandoval cannot come between that. So I think it'd be better coming the way Greg talks to Sandoval. He needs to talk to Schwartz that way. And then that would be a whole better situation. Katie's out of it. Sandoval's out of it. Schwartz respects Greg. I know Schwartz respects Sandoval, but at the same time, as much as he supports him, he's going to feel inadequate and demasculated because Sandoval takes the bull by the horns and Schwartz doesn't. So even if it's subconscious, he's going to feel inferior. Totally. It's this whole vicious cycle that and just keeps swirling around. But it, you can't honestly, be an equal duo. Everything goes back to Schwartz, though. I, I really yeah. believe it does. Like, And so he's got to address what is going well, on. Well, if they're going to be a duo, and as Sandoval says, he wants to be an equal duo, you can't be an equal duo if Schwartz feels inferior. And Schwartz is always going to feel inferior because he's not doing anything to the level that Sandoval is. And so... It, it's Maybe true. if Greg comes down and like then he's the axe man, and then Schwartz will feel like he's more equal with Sandoval. Maybe yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Greg, weigh in. Greg, yeah, come I on the podcast. So. Let's talk to Greg. I mean, they're not open yet. Yeah. So we we could have a an effect, a positive effect. We could save a marriage, save a friendship, and save a business. Let's do it. Let's do it, you guys. We're down. So Ariana is trying to um, invite Katie and Tom over for dinner. And Katie's just not having it. She says that she would rather have Schwartz walk around Disneyland in his slides all day and then (laughs) lick his feet than go to dinner. I mean, basically, that's called their wedding night. Ugh. (laughs) <laughs> river swamp dick yeah oh, i can't i can't you know same thing what i found a little grosser was when lala was interviewing her assistants you know kind of a boring scene um and the person she that is featured on the show is her assistant and her new current podcast kind of co-host or uh-huh. i just thought it was weird that so this girl, woman, sorry, is a what a digital producer for American Idol. Talked about like how she drove up social engagement percentages, and I understand you're hiring an assistant. I guess you want them to do anything, but I'm like, I don't know. I feel weird if like, can you help me run my business and up my marketing, my social engagement? But you know what? If my breast pump is dirty, can you go clean it? Like I feel like that's some like old school like old man shit like secretary like go pick up my laundry go buy my wife a gift and wash my car and then uh type up this uh, motion that i need filed with the court you know like i don't know aren't there different roles like i don't know i mean whenever i was an executive assistant i did all of that stuff and it's sometimes it's horrible. So I kind of appreciated that she warned her that she possibly was going to have that type of role. Like at least the girl knows going into it because there's nothing worse than when you like, when you think you have like a certain role, then you're like, really, I have to go get the laundry and wash the car. You know, it's like get the coffee. I mean, even getting coffee though is a little better than can you clean my breast pump? That's a little, 
Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. A little invasive for me. It's a little different. It's a little but, personal. Yeah. Can you douche me? Can you uh, pull my tampon out for me? I mean, it's getting a little in there for me. I don't yeah. Know. I, I don't know. I, to me, like <laughs> knowing what that means, like to like if someone cleaned your breast pump, it, it's something that like you don't always have time for. And it's super helpful when it's cleaned. And it's not, Ugh. it's actually not that bad to clean it. When, how about the day nurse? That's yeah. in her genre. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. she has two nurses. She has a night nurse yeah. and a day nurse. That seems more because they have to do bed pans and things like that and sponge baths. So that seems more in their genre than this girl that's like doing digital editing for American Idol. And then can you also fucking wipe my ass? I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah. But if it she was up front and assistant could mean assist me with whatever the fuck I want you to assist me with. Yeah. Cool. If you're willing or to do like, it. Or just like I'm doing something. Can you just do that while I'm doing this? Like, I don't know. I, it was a weird example to use for sure. But yeah. it did definitely let her know that she's going to be doing some stuff that yeah. maybe that isn't just got glamorous. A little too, like, you know, personal fluid for me. But yeah. I'm not a, a breast pumper. So maybe it's just totally normal. I'm a pumper, just not a breast pumper. Um, <laughs> I <laughs> I did find it interesting that, that should be the title of this episode. That's hilarious. I'm a pumper, just not a breast pumper. <laughs> I did find it funny that um, anybody who did not know her brand was immediately xed off of her list. Yeah, it was like honesty wasn't the best policy with her. Like. I thought that you would get points for looking it up after and research. Like they all said they knew what it was, but they were honest but, enough to say they didn't know her brand. And then they were X. And how did this girl know the brand, but not her? Cause she phrased it in the way she's like, did you know my brand before you Googled me? But like, how would you know your brand unless you followed her? Yeah. Like, she is her brand. Her ads just don't pop up. Yeah. Because you're following Kim Kardashian. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, that was a little weird. It's a weird way of questioning and phrasing. All right. Anyway, so she hires Jess, blah, blah, blah. And oh, my God. Okay, this scene. I'm sorry. Oh, Schwartz. I I know what you're going to say. Go for it. Schwartz Keep- talking to his dog. First of all, his dog, Butter, not even Gordo, who is more the alpha dog. Yeah. Talking to his dog, Butters, saying, oh, you and I are both alpha dogs. Oh, Alpha dogs. Okay, first of all, you what by saying it in that tone, you're not an alpha dog. You're not a, a beta dog. You're not even like a theta. You're like a yeta or a zeta. Okay, you ha, does he actually think he's an alpha dog? <laughs> it, beta is giving him way too much credit. I am dying. I didn't even think of that, but it's so true. I I mean, I I died at what the, the fuck? At, at another freaking dog scene like i i just i just rolled my eyes and like turned away he's called himself an alpha dog and butters an alpha dog isn't butters a girl but i don't even care butters <laughs> is way more alpha dog than schwartz is schwartz is not beta he's not Zeta, data feta he is yada zeta whatever you want to be but oh so Katie is <laughs> Katie is wanting him. She's like, I want you to prepare what you're going to say. And um, he 
She's like coaching him. And he's like distracted. Oh my God, he's so dismissive. First, he pulls out a lollipop from his side drawer. Do you think it's like a THC one? I don't care what it, it was. It didn't look like a commercial lollipop. It was licked already and put back in and taken <laughs> out. The, all of the rainbow was gone. It was only white. Well, that's, yeah. He w- reused it. Like, the, I can't. That's like, why I think it's a edible. Okay, I hope so. That would make it a little bit better. I hope it that it was. Well, I, I do just kind of like just I'll take like a bite of some uh, like a, a but mini. Would, would you put it back in your drawer? Uh-huh. Like... You know, like a lint truffle. I'll take a bite or half of it and then I'll wrap it back up. And But a know. lollipop? No, I'd bite the shit out of that. And yeah. Crunch it up. Yeah. Like a dum-dum or a, a Tootsie Pop or something. Yeah. Yeah. First I don't of all, know. I, I wouldn't wish... buy that kind of lollipop, but I, I think it's a THC one. Yeah. Um, I think it's an edible. Ronnie and Daisy are obsessed with those. And so I was just like looking at it going and... Actually, they will do that, and it grosses me out because they'll like well, set them down and like try, and it's like I I, I can't. Well, like, when I buy them for the kids, I put them in a Ziploc because some of those things are big. They're fuckers. too big, yeah. Like Disneyland shit, that's too big, yeah. But even if like I get them a bigger, you know, like those ones at the checkout stand, they're on a tree and they're the big bubble. Yes, like the lollies. Mm-hmm. Those are too much. Yeah, you can't do that in one So sitting. I'll just keep the cellophane. Or if you lose the cellophane, you put it in a Ziploc and you can have this later. Yeah. And then you just really throw it out. I mean, I, I feel like you're kind of giving him like a case right now that it was okay. <laughs> I think it's an edible. And he's staring at his phone while she's talking to him. Yeah, he's she's like. so she, dismissive. She's like, okay, say this. Tom, look. And like, he, he wouldn't look. And then she like changed it to like, no, Tom, look. Look at look at me. Look and he's just like still looking at his phone. You know what it reminded me of? It's when Heidi and Kaya both separately confronted you about when they were talking to you and you were looking oh my at gosh. your phone. And they're like, Oh, I'll just wait until you're done. <laughs> and and then because I'm like, I used to do that until I'm like, okay, and I did it with Amanda too. I'm like, okay, well repeat what I just said, and then you did. <laughs> and then so did Amanda separately, and I was like, Oh, okay. Then I'll let you carry on because you're hearing what I'm saying. So he was hearing what she said because she's like, he's like, yeah. Uh, he's like, Tom. I will. No. <laughs> <laughs> but he's also like multitasking. So I guess maybe he's learned to do that with Katie. I think it's also hard because Katie's like a big lecturer. Like I think Katie <laughs> he, obviously really triggers. He half tunes her out. Yes. Because he, he can't. Like he... Yeah, he wants to he give. Can't her, stand the sound of her voice. Yes, he wants to give her time, but he also can't stand what she's saying. So he has to like look down to deal. Yeah, yeah, that's how he deals. To not storm out. Yes. Okay. Or to not say something smartass. All right, I give him a pass then on this. This is actually a good coping mechanism it, for him. Yes, this is how they deal, and she can rant and like go on. <laughs> Tom, Tom, remember who's number one remember who's number one and then he's all like okay and then this scene like i had such a hard time like i i called for chad he was like in the other room i'm like chad get (laughs) over when he put on his helmet and his little backpack and rode his bike over to half a mile away yeah it was just like you're putting your helmet on and that helmet was like a snowmobile Oh, fucking helmet but like they're like they're making it worse by like making him look like a little boy that's riding his bike over to his friend's house to tell him 
you can't say that to my wife. Like it was like. That was a motorcycle helmet. And he's going half a mile. It's disrespectful to us viewers. It's just disrespectful. I don't need to see that scene. And I'm not that dumb. And the little vignette with the little 70s kind of filter. And then Katie in his ear. Remember who's number one. And then Tom in his own mind. You got this. You're the godfather. Or whatever. I can't do that. Like. I wasn't rooting for this conversation. Like no. it, I wasn't that like it. Did anybody find this funny or charming? Like, let us know. Are we off on this? Because I was just like rolling my eyes. So he gets there. They, you know, they have the conversation. And like we kind of talked about earlier, it yeah. didn't go the way I thought that it should. I just like Sarah mentioned, T. Sandy kind of took the the upper hand with this and kind of put Schwartz on notice yeah. that, <laughs> hey, listen, how, this is, how, first of all, I'm staying away from Katie. I'm going to avoid Two her. Two strikes you out. And on, then also, we are not going to hang out anymore for pleasure. Because you got to save your house and your family. Yeah, and that's, that's You take care of your house. Take care of that situation. <laughs> I'll keep bringing the money into it, but you need to take care of the other part. So can you do that at least, Schwartz? Well, also, he poured some whiskey, and I got two problems with this. First of all, it looked like rosé. And I'm sorry, you guys, you four people that are getting this. <laughs> Please tell me. Does it look like rosé? Does it taste like rosé? I did notice upon watching it the second time on my laptop, it looked like he was drinking the rye one and I ordered the other one because it just sounded better um, and it was a little cuter. But um, it looked like rosé. It was very light, which it just doesn't seem... It, it looked like rose gold. And you know how they love their rose gold? Yeah. And Kyle Chan was at that fucking party. Anyways, um, they also, he put it in a wine glass, and that really bothered me. You can't, I just, I'm like a glassist. And, and you know what? I agree with Heather Dubrow. She was on Watch What Happens Live, you know, about like lecturing the ladies on you can't drink wine on a stemless. I, I, I hate, I hate the fucking stemless shit. It warms up the wine. I'm not a fan. Uh, also, those glasses, they're like, especially someone like Julie around uh-huh they slip out of your hand so easily <laughs> they break you need a stem to hold on to but I also go I'm like so particular like if it's too thick of a glass or too thick of a stem or too thick of a base I can't drink out of it I'd rather drink out of like the coffee cup that I'm drinking right now it's made of cardboard from the hotel um I would rather drink out of this than like a thick stem thick glass wine glass or Whiskey, I would rather, or whiskey or red wine, drink out of this than like an improper cup, glass. Cup. It just doesn't. Doesn't do it for you. Whiskey in a wine glass, like, uh, you need like a short glass. It could be square, it could be round, it could be short, it could be. Surprises me that T. Sandy wouldn't have that dialed in. Yeah, a wine glass, it just looked weird. And then the coloring of it, it just made it so undesirable and i instantly regretted ordering four bottles of that shit although i really do want to try it i'm just i'm not really a whiskey drinker yeah but the peanut butter screwball whiskey i figured out 
in eggnog, a dream come true. Ooh. It's so fucking good. Because then it just tastes like peanut butter eggnog. Mmm. So good. That sounds good. Anyways, that was my rant for their conversation besides what we already talked about. Uh, but I did say, okay, I wrote, I feel like Sandoval weeded wielded that as a power move a weapon of control to punish tom for choosing katie like wielded that choice that or that decision of we need to not hang out well even when um when schwartz was trying to get his point across where he's like look all i'm asking for is a higher level of respect with my wife and i felt like t sandy really never gave him like a firm like I hear you on that and we're going to that's going to happen from now on. That was not said. And what was said was kind of like this thing of like, we need to take a break. Like I, I don't know. I, I left being super unfulfilled and yeah, not sure about this. Well, Next week it looks like so then Schwartz is uncomfortable, but yeah. So the next week looks freaking good. Yeah, we have Schwartz uncomfortable. Sandy, because Sandy's a great guy to just walk around like nothing's happened because he's He's got enough friends and shit going on. Schwartz doesn't probably really have as much. He's got a, he's floating between Sandoval and Jax. Yeah. Um, where Sandoval's like, oh, you know, he's got all his bar friends. His, yeah. And I feel like that's like super true, like in real life too. Like um, when I was at Sandoval's, you know, concert thing, it's like, he's such like the life of the party and such like commanding the entire room. And Schwartz was there, but he hung out in the very back of the room I around no one. Yeah. And then T. Sandy called him up and he did not want to come. Yeah, it's like social anxiety. Yes. And so I think that that's, that's another thing that's probably I mean, really hard. We've you know? seen that enough with him. And then in all the times we've talked with him, I could feel like he felt safe and he wanted to keep talking. Um when he finds something that he feels good with, he, he sticks with yeah, it. Yeah, when he feels comfortable, he wants to keep doing that. Because it, fe- it probably feels good to him because he's like, okay, look at I'm doing and, it. Like, I feel good. And Here I'm, we go. But I'm safe. Yes. Oh, we have something to talk about. Yes. And like, even back in the time you and me, McKinley went, he kept coming back to our table to try and talk to us. But that person wouldn't leave us alone. Yeah. But he feels safe. And yes. even the time when I was like drunk and and that's when we were waiting, wearing our kitty maloney bar and grill mm -hmm. shirts but i was trying to cover it up with my jacket yeah he was he i i felt like okay i'm gonna move it along i'm not gonna embarrass myself he kept talking yeah and i think it was you know it's the safety zone thing and so i feel him all right so you know january will make him feel comfortable yeah (laughs) you gotta tell me once chad decides um did you get that message from the person that like Offered her place up for us to stay. That's so nice. No. Um, okay. Well, I'll tell you about it. She said she was messaging you too. Um, I had already booked the place because I got the the deal, you know, but um, so nice. And she is actually also performing at a comedy club in La Jolla in uh, January. So I'm going to try and go to that. It's like a women comedy thing. I'm super oh, cool. stoked. Um, but she goes to the um, karaoke thing where Sandoval's always at. So she wasn't planning on going to the thing because she's like, I see him at karaoke all the time. Yeah. We get a lot of stories. But I'm like, well, if Chad's going, 
it's just see if she wants because it sounds like she lives right there. Yeah. Um, or we'll do a giveaway or I'll just invite a friend. But I'd rather have someone go that like watches the show and appreciates yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or I could bring a friend that doesn't watch the show and then I'll just look super famous because everyone will be like, hey, just kidding. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, anyways. Well, uh, it looks interesting next week. Um, something about, so... Yeah, you know, Brock is going to engage, uh, propose to Sheena, but then Lala, I couldn't tell if this was like just her projecting her opinion or idea, but she's like, does he think me and Rand are going to like split the cost or something? Like, I don't know. Is that like, I can't imagine he would have asked or said something. I think that's just her like shooting some shit, don't you think? Well, I don't know. Um, if they were, if he asked her for help, which I don't know why he would ask her, but apparently that's what happened. Like if like they're trying to make a plan to book something or like, you know, have everybody be somewhere and then they don't communicate and she feels like she needs to make their reservation, but he didn't provide a card or something. I could see it being like a talk where you're like, this is kind of weird. Like but how like he would. Yeah. You would ask Tom and Ariana because they hung out a lot. They saw each other during quarantine. They had spent like the last couple New Year's together. Like he would ask, and, and then Ariana being Chena's best friend, like he would ask them if he. Yeah. So, help. so an odd choice that he would ask Lala. I guess we'll see. Yeah. I guess it, maybe it was something that they only had access to or so, you know, I, but And I don't like this green card thing either. Like, that's just going to give fodder for Lala and Katie and whoever. Oh, he needs a green card. He's like, he's fucking Australian. He's not, he doesn't need a fucking green. I mean, no, I guess Australians as anyone would need a green card, but like he's, he has businesses here. He has ways of sponsorship. He's not wishing Sheena to get a green card. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm sure that's obviously going to be a topic. I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, fuck. Who knows? Yeah. All right. Yeah, maybe he could be. I mean, you know what? I've just resigned myself to know that I don't know what people's true intentions are, and you just never fucking know. I hope. I hope he is what I feel they are, and it's all good as gold, and he's as straightforward and honest as he appears to be, but, you know, I guess we've all been fooled Yeah. at times in our lives, so... I guess we'll see. Yeah. TBD. TBD, but it looks good. I'm so excited for next week. And I thought this was a great episode too. So we're we're moving along. All right. So you guys will be um, get, getting your giveaways. And thank you so much for responding to that. Um, email us with any questions. If you want us to talk about that on the next episode, Vanderpump Rules Party at gmail.com. You can also DM us on Instagram, Vanderpump Rules Party. If you have a question for Sarah, uh, well, I check both, but uh, my personal is Sarah C O C S A R A H C E E O C. And, um, else yeah i think that's it you guys we, thank you so much if you've made it two hours and 21 minutes congrats to you um you can watch it in chunks and then um we'll come back to you with the oc because we're pumped on this season 
a thousand percent. We've been to a lot of the places, if not all, where they're filming, and we have some opinions on current, new, past, all of it. Castmates. Absolutely. Okay, bye. Bye.